Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aoub. <laughs> what about Aoub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get to pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fine. We, we, in the, we in the thick. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm going to screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Smash that like button and chime in on uh, your questions, concerns, comments, all of the above. And you can be a part of today's show on Facebook Live and YouTube. A lot of guests to get to on today's program. Jenny Shelton, uh, Jenny and Amanda Houston joined us last Monday uh, to preview the ladies' clinic. Well, that took place on Friday, so we get a full recap. Jenny and Glenn did a great job with videos and interviews. That's available on our social media sites right now. If you want to check it out on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube, you can see a full recap. We'll talk to Jenny about her experiences there and getting to talk to some of the players and coaches as well. That's coming up at 4 o'clock. Brian Bailey joins us also in the 4 o'clock hour. And we'll continue on our 2022 ECU opponent previews as Pete... As we have a surprise, breaking wait a minute. news. Wait, wait, we were supposed wait, to wait until we were ready. Oh, what is <laughs> this? Let's go ahead. We're gonna, I was going to set it up first, guys, but Ellerby jumped the gun. Wow. What is we happening? We wanted to what recognize Shirley Rhodes. Happy Shirley Day. Starting 20 years of service to Pirate Radio. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I told Shirley to come in the studio because we had something we had to settle. This is what we had to settle, Shirley. We didn't want you distracted. Oh, it's her so, day. Congratulations. Wait, how, okay. Happy Shirley Day to you. Happy Shirley Day to you. Happy Shirley Day, dear Shirley. Happy Shirley Day to you. Oh, thank you. Make a wish. Blow out your candles. Make a wish? Okay, hold on. Let me take the headphones off. Yeah! yeah. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I off on the date? <laughs> yeah, yes, Friday, you are. You're not going to be here yes. Friday, all right? Oh, Shirley? that's right. So, yeah. I wasn't going to be here and Friday. And who doesn't like Mondays and cake? Yeah, I'm never going to. I'm not going to turn it. Well, as so, you can tell, I don't turn down cake. July so, 1st is your anniversary day. Yeah. And that's the day that you'll start kind of 20 years. Yes. But we want to do it while you're here. We wanted to surprise you. And, and <laughs> honestly. awesome. This is kind of, to me, this is what makes America great because in normal life, surely, we would probably never even associate with each other or even have anything in common. <laughs> but through the power of pirate He's radio, got with words. <laughs> we really have become soulmates in many ways <laughs> uh, because what unites us through this and work and our careers has really created a great bond with me you and everybody here. oh yeah so, yeah yeah um you know I, I joke that you're the longest person i've had any relationship with 
um, <laughs> 20 years. But it's same. But I will say this, you know, we get on each other's nerves at times, but there's yeah. no one I go to when I need production done or I need something done with a commercial. Boom, we're on the same wavelength and yeah. it gets knocked out in no time. But we all wanted to recognize you for uh, when we started this thing, when this thing was an idea in Jonathan and I's head about 2002, we, we had an idea of what this could be. Now, I will say, I think it has exceeded my expectations as far as even what I thought we were capable mm-hmm. of and doing. But we it was just me and him at one right. point. Then we put that idea on paper. Then we came up with a name, a logo. Then we had to go find a station, and the rest is history. But we needed people. Mm-hmm. And the first person we called when it was just an idea was Shirley Rhodes. And we said, Shirley, this is our vision. This is we want, This is what we want to do. We need you to come with us. And you've been with us ever since, and we really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And thank you all for giving me the opportunity because, I mean, you're talking about somebody that really had been in, at that time, really had been in the radio business for very long, especially on the production side. And uh, you guys took a chance on me and trusted me enough to to come and, and try to get this thing off the ground. And uh, about 90% of it was really us flying by the seat of our pants and kind of learning as we go so i mean compared to what i know now compared to what i knew 20 years ago uh is like night and day so thank you guys for for giving me the opportunity to kind of stick around and putting up with well just about everything <laughs> well, well we all know shirley's the best and uh, if you're not nice to shirley she'll put you in your place so uh, just yeah. like the fifth quarter call and show show have shirley's met a lot of, but you interact great with everybody i'm just joking uh, you've been yeah. a great asset to us and thank you for all your hard work and dedication and uh enjoy your day today and the rest well of the thank week. you thank you very much i really appreciate this but i, I do have one question troy what did you get yourself for my 20th anniversary <laughs> well i'm still i'm still deciding on that it's such a big moment i didn't want to go out and get something small I, it's a huge I, moment I think I think I I don't know. I might go buy myself a new car. I'm not sure. I want to make it big. I've gotten flowers two times as an employee here. This is the second. The first was on my birthday from Ann Holland, not even from you. (laughs) She got mad at you because you didn't get me flowers for my birthday, so she went and got me some. So this is awesome. Thank you very, very much. I will say loyalty is hard to find. I think, John, we've oh, yeah. got some great loyal employees here, not just Shirley. But in, in this day and age, a lot of people are bouncing around and every year it's a different job or a different thing. And, uh, you know, to be able to, especially as I said, in this day and age, to stay 20 years, going into your 20th year now, that's, that says a lot about who you are, Shirley. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, this is awesome. Thank you. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Y'all it's one of those rare times i'm speechless well i know what to say we need to take a break and let's eat some cake well that yeah we can do that <laughs> that's Where, what choice who's with me <laughs> where would Pirate radio be without you charlie oh i don't thank know you, but, thank you thank you thank you thank you very very much that's awesome all right so you want to take a break and yeah, reset? let's take a break reset right. and let's eat some cake that's all right let them eat cake yeah. this Chain cake's man, not gonna eat itself y'all this is the good icing too they got you the good icing. They got me the good icing. Hell yeah. Let's take a break then. All right. We'll don't be stick back. that candle back in there. Let's I'm not get this gross. We love you all, but Troy let's D. not get gross. You know? Oh, come on. We'll start the show and have more for you when we return on Pirate Radio Live on Shirley Day after this. <laughs>
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty. <laughs> We're having fun on Shirley Day. Oh, happy Shirley Day. Happy Shirley Day, baby. By the way, my compliments to the chef. The yeah. cake is delicious. It is really good. <laughs> Troy's about to be all hopped, hopped up on icing over here. Hey, Shirley. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Shirley, let me ask you this. Is that the instrumental to Lizzo's song? About damn time. Yeah. It sounds pretty close to Does it, it not? Yeah, it does now that you bring it up. Shirley, about damn time you're back. You were gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't have Shirley Day unless you actually work. <laughs> we tried to do it every about day last week. Your ass back now. We tried to do it on we Friday. We brought in that cake every day last week. Yeah. You didn't show up. Fun's and over. Get your back at, get your ass back. Get that ass up to work. And then we were going to do it on Friday, and you're not going to be here on Friday. Yeah. Jeez, no, softball Shirley's Turn got in to head Jim out. Rome. Duty calls. Oh, really? All right. No cake for you, Clip? What's the deal? Troy came in cake? here and said, not a cake guy? You're not a cake guy? You're not, I figured you might be a, cake guy? a brownie guy or maybe an ice cream guy. Sausage ball guy. He's a sausage no, no, ball no. Guy. I'm talking about desserts, people. I'm talking about desserts. On the desserts power rankings, where do you put cake? Uh, right now, I have it at three. It's not yeah. my top three. I, so, what do you prefer more than cake? And a lot of people do prefer cupcakes better than cake. Number one, cupcakes. Now, cupcakes are like cake, just shaped differently. They're smaller versions. Smaller cakes. Right, but it's, it's just a mini cake. So yeah. you are a cake guy. You're a cupcake guy. Number one, cupcake. All right. Number two, brownie. Yeah. Number you're, bit, you're brownie guy? Number three, cake. Number four, cookies. Number five, ice cream. Oh. Number six, some sort of pie. Okay. Those are my power rankings. I like Cheesecake? Pie. <laughs> I, like, uh, I like strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. With fresh strawberries. Brownies, like, fresh out of the oven that have oh, cooled man. just enough oh, that yeah. they don't burn you, but they're, like, still gooey. Yes. And, like, crispy on the edges. Yep. Per- those are perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, I could got, eat a whole pan of those. We got some people on Facebook. Do you like, hold on, do you like the uh, outside or inside? I really like both, man. I got to be honest. I, I I like the crunchiness of I'm the all, corner I got, pieces. I got, I got corner in this hand. I got middle in this hand. But then hand. I, I know it, I can't pick. That's why I end up eating so much of it because I, I want the crispy pieces in the corner. Right. But then I want the gooey pieces too. All right. Well, thanks for making the decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, what's on your power rankings? Number oh, one? for dessert? Yeah. I, I think I'm going to go brownie as a top yeah. deal. That's tough to beat. A good brownie, not just a crappy brownie. Sometimes the brownie sat there too long. Or their commercial and their heart, you know, you don't want that. I'm I assuming a good fresh made brownie. As I do these power rankings, these are all like good versions of right. these things. So. Yeah, I'm not a huge dessert guy. I'd say probably a great type of cookie would probably be number two. You were pretty huge on that cake a moment ago. Cake and cake's down on my list. <laughs> yeah, but you're not a huge dessert. And this guy. isn't my t- like. If I get cake, I like the yellow cake with chocolate frosting. I do as well. It's not Troy D Day, so I'm not going to complain. It's you know Shirley Day. But if it was my cake, I want the yellow cake with the chocolate frosting. All right, I'm changing. Petridge Farm makes a great cake, but for a commercial product, it's very good. I'm changing my power rankings. Number one, yellow cake with layers of chocolate icing. Yeah, I like, put that number two. Uh, maybe three or four layers. That thing is so good. Chad yeah. asked yeah. on Facebook, what about a cobbler? Yep. 
Nah. You're not a Cowboy guy? CD's Grill CD's Grill? Yes. Sells that cake you're talking about. By the slice. Man. Yes. Little plug for my man Lawrence over at CD's, but they do have some great cake over there. Craig says Troy is a creme brulee kind of guy all the way. I've had it. I've had it. Creme brulee. Not in the top five. How do you feel about flan? Do not. If flan, I was actually at Villa Verde last week. True flan story. This lady. This is funny. Wait, true this what? Flan story. Flan what? story. True flan story. This lady comes in. It was like after lunch. I'm talking to Jay over there. Brings in all these desserts. I honestly, she was trying to sell Villa Verde on her bakery goods. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Hey, stay. We're going to sample all these because I mean, it was like tons of stuff. It could have filled up. The, it filled up like the, a table, like a big, like the whole." Like bar table type of deal, right, right. And I was like, "All right, I'll stay. I'll do." Yeah, I'll like volunteer as tribute. One was an upside down pot. It was, they were, they were did kinda, you tell him you weren't a big dessert guy before you ate all I these did. desserts? I I said, I'm guy. working on my beach bod. I'm not a big dessert guy, but yeah. I'll you know for you, Jay, you're a friend, you're a client, you're a buddy, you're a local business owner. I'll do this for you. Yeah. So That's I did. The kind of guy you are. That's who I am. I am a giving guy. Clip. That's right. So I gave him my time and gave him my taste buds gave to him try your this. <laughs> so the, they were all kind of Dominican flavored type, uh, you know, had a flair towards that side of the dessert realm. Okay. You know, more of a Hispanic treat, if you will. Mm-hmm. So the first one was an upside down pineapple cake. Hmm. Oh my god, delicious! It w- it wasn't a rum cake, but similar to that type of family. But it was an upside down pineapple cake. It was a mini one, but we cut it in pieces and they had a bunch of them, so we tried that. Then they, she had mini cheesecakes, mm-hmm. some with uh, cherries, some with strawberries, some with chocolate. That was very good. Then she had a big, I did, the one thing I did not eat was the cake. She had some type of cake there that I passed on. And then there was something else. Oh, it was flan on the top. And then like this almost kind of uh, chocolate cake substance on the bottom. It was like a dual layer, like one of these circle cake deals. And the, I didn't like the flan, but I love the chocolate. Flan, if I recall, so is I'm it not some kind of like is it, custard. is it gelatinous or something? It's, yeah, I, I think, it's, had a, it in I think a it's a, a it's like a type of custard. Yeah, I hadn't had it in a while. So you yeah. you've gave it, you, you got a plug for CDs. You got a plug for Villa Verde. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give a plug for Bram Anderson and tiebreakers because I watched. You I just down, ate lunch there today. Actually. I watched you down the dessert there one Sunday oh, watching football. Not a dessert guy. That was you doubting no, Okay, hold what on. was that? That's a once a year deal. <laughs> that and you were there during that day. I was there. It's usually during football season. That's why I brought it up. It's usually during the playoffs, right? And yes. that was about yes. the time. Yes. And I had gone, and I don't think I ate anything. Mm-hmm. I think I was just drink- I was hanging out with you. I was there for the social camaraderie. Yeah, right. Right. Hanging out with you guys. I had a bunch of unsweet tea at that point. I wasn't even <laughs> drinking beer. He was healthy until he got this. And then dessert. I said, you know what? I am kind of hungry. I don't want to eat a lot, but I will get the tiebreakers. Brownie cookie cookie. No, it's it's like it's a cookie in a bowl uh-huh. that they put ice cream. Oh, this, it looks so good. It is honestly, it's one of the best desserts I've ever had in Greenville. I don't know what the hell they call it, but it's hot. It comes warm. It, I mean, yeah. Look, you saw me eat it. Going, I saw it. Damn, you wanted to lick the bowl when I was done, and yeah. you didn't even have it. Nope. And I didn't even ask to do that. I let him, but, get I, it <laughs> but I wanted to. Yeah. So that thing, I, I don't know how they do it, but that thing, that's a once a year deal. Because it was, good. I mean, it had to be 10,000 calories, make a brownie but it was worth it. And call it the Brammy. <laughs> Why don't they do that? 
The brandy. Let me talk to Bram. God, you're a good marketing guy. Got a new idea. Congrats to uh, Bram Anderson and Truist for winning the city yeah, championship. City champs. They did it. They uh, only lost one game. Wow. To Brown and Wood, uh, also another great sponsor of Pirate Radio. Sponsors is sponsor day. Go see Billy day, Shirley Day. <laughs> Ask for the TV guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Brown and Wood beat them in the regular season. But other than that, they ran the table and they lost in the championship round because they didn't sweep, right? No, they had to go to three games. Yeah, so that was another game they lost. Correct. So they had only lost they, they one lost, game uh, to that was Ross Orthodontics. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What a year. And now yeah. it's on to All Stars. He's coaching. Actually, I saw him today at lunch. He's coaching the All Stars. They play tonight in Rocky Mount. Man, it's a quick turnaround. Yeah, real fast. All right. Good luck to. Although it looks like the weather's going to be terrible tonight, from what I understand. People are uh, celebrating Happy uh, Shirley Day. On How are Facebook. you celebrating Shirley Day at home? Please. Craig let us know. says, "Hell, hell yeah, Shirley! Forget the cake, give her a raise." Joe says, "Awesome, congratulations." Wait, who said that? Craig, um, don't know how to say his Just last. Craig, name. enjoy the moment, man. Oh, checks in <laughs> the mail. Corporate out of this. Joe says, "Awesome, congratulations." Chad Moore says, "Happy Shirley Day." Susan Dean says, "Oh, so happy for Shirley making it 20 years with Troy Dreyfus on a daily basis." <laughs> it is amazing. Seriously, I told you. I don't know. Other than like my parents, I don't know who else has made it that long. Miss <laughs> Brock, Miss Brock says, "Congrats, Shirley." So, oh, uh, thank you, Miss Brock. Appreciate that. Miss Brock, right. one of your Wait, fans, which Chandler. One? Yep, she's the leader of my fan club. You can, she's Clip's the only mom fan. Or Clip's grandma. She's on OnlyFans. Which one? Clip's mom. My okay. mom is Chandler's OnlyFans. Oh, you said OnlyFans. I was like, whoa. I said OnlyFans. So was, above her is a joke. That was the joke, Troy. So above her is my it's mom. OnlyFans joke. Above her OnlyFans. <laughs> above her is my mom saying, hey, y'all. And then below her is uh, Clip's mom. And Chad says, it's the battle of the commenting moms. Wow. <laughs> Happy Mother's, belated Mother's Day. Yeah. All we, right. We love when the moms tune in on the show. Thank you, mom. Yeah. It would really be funny if my mom jumped in on that. Moms are <laughs> yeah. the bomb. All right, uh, Ole Miss goes from should they have been in the tournament at all to winning the College World Series. This would be the equivalent of NC State winning it. What do you mean? Because like they weren't, you know, they they weren't in the tournament. Should they have been in the tournament, and then they go on and win the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I remember being there during the selection show, and the teams left out: State, Old Dominion, yeah. and a player. A player said, "Yeah, we were zero four against those teams." A, a, a lot of folks that follow it thought that State, ODU, another team could have been in over Ole Miss. That that they yeah. shouldn't even have been in. Period. And then they win the whole shebang. It's making the most of your opportunities, and this is why you play the tournament. That is true. Just and, decided uh, on paper, they would have never even been there. Congrats to Mike Bianco, who is uh, a colleague for a long time to Cliff Gowen. He'll be his colleague for the uh, National College Men's Team uh, coming up here. Team soon. USA. Yep. What do you say? He's going to Never- the Netherlands or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, going to the Netherlands. Yeah. To play some uh, international baseball. Should have had that flag for Are You Smarter Than Wes? Now, they wear orange kits. What's their flag look like? I think about the soccer team. They're like orange and dark blue. By the way, congratulations on your uh, huge victory the other day. I'm still on in cloud. Double, in double over t- I'm overtime. Sti- I'm still on cloud nine. Over the struggling I, West I, Hines. So if this was the Super Bowl, I'd still be at Disney World right yeah. now. 
celebrate. Which you've never been to. No. And, and this now, is more like the Super Bowl. And, and, and Wes... <laughs> And Wes has been four times, three with somebody, and one time by himself before the age what of twenty. Would you love to have been a fly on the wall and watch a young Wes Hines at nineteen navigate Disney World by himself? <laughs> and like, what the hell goes on? He couldn't it, navigate like, high school. He by claimed himself. he went to Disney World at nineteen by himself. Shirley, did you hear about this? First of all, where did no. he get the money to do it? Second of all, wow. where the hell did he stay? What did he do? Like, ah, time to eat dinner. Uh, let me go over to... Where is your parents, young man? <laughs> Farmville! <laughs> he might have hooked up with another family there. He got adopted like, by a family. His dinner was eating one of those Mickey Mouse ice creams with the, you know, shaped in the ears. Three ta- three yeah. of those a day. Yeah, that was my breakfast. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't believe he went there by himself. I mean, honestly, I don't At know if, 19. He's, if he's allowed to go anywhere by himself. <laughs> Did Wes, has Wes ever told you that he went to Disney World by himself at 19 years old? Not Shirley? until we play that game. No. He said uh, that came out during the, the game. Yeah, that's the first I've heard of it. That he, and, and I've known Wes a long time. And I've known Wes a long time, too, and I had no idea he loved Disney as much as he does. Like he's well, Disney. I mean, I know he's a fan of Disney, yeah. That but. came up on the show last week because I asked what he'd been watching. He says he watches YouTube, and it's some these people that like review Disney stuff. Yeah, Disney that's, restaurants. That's what he watches. Yeah. So like, and did you know there's a restaurant in Cinderella's castle, Shirley? <laughs> no, I did not know that. What? I've never been to Disney either. Shirley, do I've you been know to what? Universal Studios quite a few times. I do was you know what the Swedish flag looks like. The Swedish flag. Um, I Swedish. Sweden. <laughs> yes. Jody Sweden. Maybe she wouldn't is have it won blue? Oh. There is blue oh, in it. There yeah. is blue in it. Um, oh, this is a little bit tougher because you we showed pictures and she'd probably Hey, new it. category. Yeah, I have to, I I have to do <laughs> next time Troy we're doing you have to draw the flag. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be perfect. That, that would be fun. We gotta get art into the game somehow. Draw a picture of something. Pictionary. <laughs> I wanna see that. <laughs> What was I going to say? Something about Wes. I can't remember. It's blue and something. There's plenty to say about Wes Hans. You definitely would have gotten But the whole Disney fetish thing he has is like I did not know. Like, oh, he reminds me of the guy. Like, I was on a Disney cruise once with our our family and kids. And um, there was like this. It was a guy, I guess, like Wes by himself, like on the Disney cruise. I'm like, dude, like you're going like as an adult by yourself on a Disney cruise. It's just a little weird. Now, to Wes's credit, he was 19 years old. He just reminded me of that guy. And? I mean, well, I can't say much. Because, I mean, Universal Studios, I went by myself, both times, actually, that I went to Universal. When I went to Universal Studios, I went by myself. And that's, yeah. Yeah, but I went to Harry Potter, the Harry Potter. As we said earlier, in real life, me and Shirley would never do anything together. In work life, we're together all the time. Here's the thing. Going to do what I like to do, not what Troy likes to do, or like what anybody See, else. I mean, it likes. is Shirley Day. Day. We are. I've been to Universal Studios. I think it's really cool. I loved it. There was one park I kept on walking. It did not even stop at one thing for it. Guess what it was? The kids section. No, Harry Potter. Oh, I was like, Get oh, me I out spent of here. the entire day in the. Oh Harry my Potter god! One. I thought it was complete Geekville. I was like, I cannot stand these nerds. <laughs> Get me out of here. Hey, we're <laughs> like, this guy. He hung out with the cool people. I'm like, there is no way I'm hanging out at Harry Potter. Troy, do you World. like Star? Wars? I was like, it's okay. It's all right. I, I like Star Wars Troy's better like, than Star Trek. Star Trek is too nerdy for me. Star Wars is kind of cool. Troy's like, where's the Peach Bowl ride at? <laughs> where's the Peach Bowl exhibit? No, but I, you way, get in and you do Dion Johnson's punt return. And by, by the way, that's your real score. It's Star Trek. 
not Star Trek. <laughs> Just hey, putting it we out all there. talk with different accents, Shirley. Yeah, well, <laughs> and you're calling people nerds. No, no. Come on now, Farmville and Mr. Raleigh Flim Flam or whatever the hell That's you just North ate Raleigh over Bill Verde. <laughs> I, I had a flim flam for lunch. A flim flam. <laughs> flim flam. I had some gelatinous something or another for lunch at Villa Verde. All when right. Ever talk like that? Congra- hey, 25 years Harry Potter I saw over the weekend, the anniversary of the book coming out. Yes. Yeah. Which is yep. why Which I, I never loved read, the I can books. assure you. I love the books. I started reading them with. Well, I didn't start reading them until my nephew started reading them and he was probably what maybe eight nine years old he really enjoyed them so i started reading them so i could have something to bond with him over yeah and we read all the books we went to every movie and on premiere day we would i would take him out of school and we'd go see the movies yeah it's not my thing but that's yeah, cool well but that's cool <laughs> yeah no cool neat story for cool, you neat cool neat story <laughs> see, on early day see early here's day. the thing here's the thing he has to have you know, someone go with him or right. hold his hand. Yeah, yeah. And hold, yes. Yeah. Or, Somebody you to know, drive him. <laughs> yes. That's he needs true. someone to drive him. He needs yeah. someone to hold his fork so the flim flam doesn't fall <laughs> off the fork as it's going into the airplane mode into his mouth. Whereas I will take my happy ass all the way to New Orleans by myself and wander around Bourbon Street in no, no problem whatsoever. I'm this just putting true. it out there. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Are you jealous that Troy and Ellery saw Florida while you were gone? I saw the videos and I thought they were pretty hilarious. <laughs> you would have loved. Now that Just is something. No, no, no. That I is something we would have had in common right there. Yes, There's I would have loved it. I would have nothing in common. I that is one thing. Yes. That I could have removed Ellerby and put Shirley in, and you would we would have had a blast at that. Thing. Oh yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely like, I would have had a good Shirley time. I could put Shirley on my shoulders. She would be well, going crazy. I don't know crazy. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. All right. Shirley, get on my shoulders. What? All right, what I could have gone on drinking? your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. No, it was awesome. Flow ride is great. I'm trying to get him here for Green in Greenville. I think there's a number of events. I could see him as whether a, it's a Sup Dogs event, whether it's a Pirate Fest event, hell, whether it's the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. We're working on big things. Big things, big things. I could definitely see him as a headliner for uh, for Doggy Jams, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Though. Oh, he puts on a great show. All right, that'd be worth going to. I wasn't. I said I probably wouldn't go back. I'd go back for him. Go back to well, it's just you know, Baltimore no, Doggy Jams. Doggy. I say I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little too old for Doggy Jams. Stop it. <laughs> it was like so, a few months ago. I know, but now I feel like I'm Now you're guy. older um, than you were. Well, I go ago. as a media guy. I wouldn't go like to like go stand in the crowd. I went like I went this year. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You are too old for that. I know, but I'm not too old to cover it. Okay. You know. Yeah. Go back backstage and and do that, but I'm too old to Touch go to celebrities. Attendee is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is letting you know I recognize. Yeah, that. I mean the average. <laughs> hey, that age, takes a big man to recognize exactly. that. Considering the average age at Doggy Jams is eighteen to twenty-two, and you're fifty freaking years old. Yeah, I'd say you're a little old. I'm a man. I'm fifty. Hold on. I had someone at the beach thought I was thirty-five this weekend. For Who real. is that guy? Was his it, name Stephen no, Wonder? It's, it's actually, <laughs> or Raymond it's actually Charles? A well-known person in Greenville. A well-known person eating dinner with her husband that knew knows me from Pirate Radio, but I don't want to say who. I don't a want to. Well-known person. Yeah, she's like, oh. well, you know, you're thirty. You're probably thirty-five now. I'm like, yeah. So quit trying to out me. He's been thirty-five I, I for about twenty years. I identify as a thirty-year-old. Well, you shouldn't talk so much about the Peach Bowl then, because that's going to tell I know. people how old you are. It's just, well, I'm a student of history, Clip. Yeah. 
You're uh-huh. a historian. And it's the greatest Student history of we've... the Marriott Marquis, apparently, too. <laughs> it's the greatest history we have. Well, <laughs> you and AT have fun at Doggy Jams next year. I know you'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're going to have to put him on your shoulders <laughs> so he can see. <laughs> Uh, don't tell alan we said that <laughs> all right uh any sports stuff you guys want to talk about i tried to go old miss but it didn't go very far. well you know well congrats to mike bianco troy who won yeah. the race yesterday i don't know uh-huh i don't know actually it wasn't yesterday it was like did it go past midnight it was late this morning Ooh, it was, it, it it was, was close. close to midnight yeah, uh, won. chase elliott oh god we're even because you won two weeks ago. I know. There was no race last yep. week. And then Chase. All right. It up, so. Well, that makes it easier. Yep. We'll talk to Tony Dunn coming up on Friday. Tony. Uh, about, we'll talk to Let's Tony. Let's go to down to Tony Dunn. Speaking we'll talk to a Tony. Tony coming up on Tuesday's show. He took your call? We're going to throw it down to Tony. Touchdown State. Oh, oh, you're having to go to the number two guy. Gary has a uh, family deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, he didn't he respond back. To, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. I was like, well, I heard you last Troy, week saying Troy. he didn't even respond. Troy. I was like, I got a second. family deal. We're gonna go. We're gonna go down to Tony. <laughs> you know, it's funny. To he responded to me. He's got a. He's got a situation. I appreciate him responding. And yep. he said. Here's he threw it to Tony. He gave me Tony's email <laughs> wow. and said, "Here's Tony." Here. Okay. Go down, he's he's like, "Hey, here, go down to Tony." I've, I've had Tony Hahn on before, and I was going to say, if you need me to step in, Tony Hahn or Gary Hahn, I mean, or Tony Gary Hahn. God, I'm getting confused. Good Gary, God, good Gary God, Hahn. Troy. Gary Hahn. I've had Gary Hahn on. Hey, we're going to have. If you Troy, needed me to bridge the gap there. I was I've had him on as well. Yeah, I said it was uh, ECU Super Bowl. Hey, we're going to have Troy yes. Ellerby on. All right, so anyway, we will be throwing it to Tony. Let's Tony Haynes. Tony. Yes, Tony yeah. Haynes, long time with the Pack Radio oh Network. God. So all this time. Do you Mockingly mind if I say some Gary Hahn? Tony, we're literally throwing we're, we're it to doing Tony it. now. Yeah. Hey, do you mind if I do some Gary Hahn lines? I'm going to need you to do them. And, and cut them. And we'll play them tomorrow. Yeah. What, do you have anything else? You're like a one-trick pony. I think you've got, let's go down to Tony I and Touchdown State. Hit. Good. That's all he says. Is that all you That's can do? Says. Can you do any other lines from him? Well, I mean, you got your... Touchdown State! And then you got your KSH. The Wolfpack has entered the KSH red zone. And that's another first horizon, first down. <laughs> Let's get and, down to Tony. Let's get down to Tony Haynes on the sideline. Tony, what do you got? All right, cut that up. I mean, really, that's, that's all good. he says yeah, the whole game. All, all right, just in that. Touchdown one. State! <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm going to play that for him tomorrow and get his grade, his letter grade on Chandler's Gary Hahn impression. <laughs> what time's uh, Tony going to be on? Uh, uh, probably 3.20, right, right after the first segment. All right. Early I'm on in the I'm show. Be cool sure to tune in. We'll have so we're on. continuing the opponent previews. We talked to a couple last week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll continue that this week. Conda. Sorry, Kenny's curling's comment cracked me up. Let's read it. I can't. Doctor C, C. I can't do that. All right, get your medicine. Now, you'd have to read that. Kenny said, "If Troy, <laughs> if Troy gets on AT shoulders, Troy's feet would still touch." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. That's the good stuff right there. That's, I had nothing to do with that comment. Sorry, Alan. Oh me. <laughs> Shirley's getting a kick out of that one. Coming up today at 5 o'clock, Pete Medhurst, play-by-play voice at Navy, will join us. Finally beat the midshipmen last year, so we can talk about that. What I was getting with the Tony comment while I go, Tony Dunn will join us on Friday. Panthers news today, Luke Keekley is back with the Panthers, but he'll be in the radio booth. He's going to join their radio team and join them for seven games this year. Let's throw it to Luke. Let's go down to Luke. Okay. Luke Keekley back. Uh, Tony Haynes tomorrow, NC State. On Wednesday, Jim Lauk 
the longtime and only play-by-play voice South in South Florida history. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk to him as we continue to preview the opponents this summer. So there you go. Exciting times. All right, let's uh, take another break. We'll come back. We'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on this Monday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT experts since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. I forgot this button was on here. And you forgot the name of the show. Pirate Radio Live. That's what I said. Hey, Shirley. Pay attention. Happy Shirley Day. Thank you. To you and yours. I just got a text from uh, Coach Larry Williford, by the way. Nice. (laughs) That was really cool. I was not expecting that. Shout out to Larry Williford. Yep. Congratulations to one Connor Norby. Uh, Norby, getting, he, he's been promoted. Yes, getting called up, going the next to level, double A. Yeah, the Bowie Bay Sox. Shout out to my son Bryce. Is it with, uh, uh, breaking that news for us? Is it Bowie or Bowie? Where is it? Maryland. It's, it's uh, Bowie. It's Bowie. Bowie. That's what I Dave played for two years ago in MLB The Show. Ah, see, video games play. Uh, you know, helps you out in the long run. Uh, he has been promoted, so good stuff there. And uh, still waiting on Alec Burleson to get promoted to the major who hit his 15th oh, home run yesterday yeah just crushing it in minor league baseball i guess the cardinals don't have a spot for him and, at the, and the way the o's are like they're gonna need norby i think he's gonna get called up to the big show pretty quickly we'll see if he keeps doing well, well fast track i right think now. with alec um they want him at, if they're gonna put him out in the field they want him as a outfielder and they, they're pretty solid there outfielding wise the only chance i think unless someone gets injured is a possibility of a dh yeah he could dh um but i don't know i don't know exactly why they're waiting on that i, I don't know if they're waiting till after the break or what but we'll see what happens so this time next year when you and ellerby go to see the orioles and pitbull in baltimore <laughs> that's a great idea will connor norby be a part of the uh of the I, th- I think he can be yes i think he'll be in the bigs by next year Yes. Yeah, uh, I, have, I have no I doubt. I do think so. And that, that, by the way, is the voice of Shirley Rhodes, who is going into 20 years of service here at Pirate Radio. 20 years. And it is Shirley Rhodes Day here. Thank God it's only one day, because I've already had double down on the cake. I'd, I'd weigh as much as a house. <laughs> not, a, not a He's dessert not a guy. dessert guy. <laughs> not a dessert guy. But man, this cake is pretty damn good, Shirley. Hey, yeah, hey, okay. hey, Troy, how about save some cake for Shirley <laughs> on course, Shirley Day? Of course day. he's eating all your cake on Shirley Day. <laughs> I mean... This is what I got myself, your cake. I mean, Jenny got me like this piece that was like maybe this big. <laughs> so uh, I was really hoping there'd be some cake Jenny, left. Jenny, real generous with a cake that's not hers. Like, here's a sliver, Shirley. Yeah, it's like, here's a sliver. Hand that... Yeah. Oh, CJ yeah, but got a Troy piece the size can just of his get, head. you know, the... Yeah, Troy there can get one of the size of his head. There was a little sliver left that was hanging off. I had to get it. A little sliver size of your arm no that was your piece troy that yeah. wasn't yeah cj's get him Shirley. <laughs> i just saw him cut it what are you talking about i just want to say jenny not short for jenny russ 
Oh, hello. <laughs> the moment had passed, but I still wanted to say it. So. By the way, Jenny will join us coming up at 4 o'clock. Yeah, bring it up with her then. Looked like they had a lot of fun at the ladies' clinic. They did, and uh, Glenn and Jenny did a great job with that. I was, I, every time I hear ladies' clinic, I think it's something like the doctor's office they're going to. Well, they yeah, they get a checkup. Yeah. And, uh, Come on over, ladies, for the clinic at the football offices. <laughs> you hear the snap of the rubber glove and <laughs> get mammograms. <laughs> like, I don't know if I call it a clinic, but, you know, hey, it uh, works, I that's guess. That's what it is. Yeah. Jenny got physical out there, made some tackles. Physical. 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 Pete, and she's hard-nosed. Now, and she did everything that? we asked what, her to do. Was that last weekend? Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday night. Yeah, I was still at camp. I went, I wanted, I've always wanted to go just for fun, but I don't know if they could handle me tackling Wait, somebody. You're at Camp Kanata? Caroline. Oh. Kanata? Kanata. Is that on. another way of saying Canada? No. It's that song. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that song? Granada. Granada. Oh, is, I screw that up every year, don't I? <laughs> you're every, 30. Every year I screw that up. Yeah, 35 year olds don't know that. I don't stuff. know that. The only old people know that song. Yeah, exactly. Camp, it, Camp yeah. Granada? Camp yeah. Granada. Uh, and hello, that's not Mata. The, hello, Fada. Yeah, that's actually uh, the name of the song. One? Is Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. It's not Camp Granada. I am riding you from Camp, Camp Granada. Yeah. Yes. It's a line of the song, but that's exactly. not the name of the song. <laughs> I remember Camp like, Onawana. On the inside, we're 80. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Camp Granada. Yeah. I went there with a horse. <laughs> Shout out, Lee D. All right, uh, Troy, favorite ECU running backs? Back, singular. Um, just because of personal reasons. Uh, this is uh, it's a little biased. Probably not totally fair, but I'm going to go Tony Collins. But you did. You never saw him play. Never saw him play. Yeah. As a pirate, I saw him play in the. How did he do? Eighty-five Super Bowl. How did he do that day? We got about 10 yards against the 85 Bears. It was actually 1986 Super Bowl that I attended as a young Troy D. With, with my, me. With, with my dad, Lee D. Let's see, 35. And I did see him play in person. That was my first Tony Collins game. God, you must have been negative two when that game <laughs> happened. My math is right. Um, all right, so. I believe I, believe I was. Uh, that is a very biased pick. I know, but, uh, it is. But other than that, Chris Johnson is up there. Very, he was the type of guy very excited, especially his last year, where every time he touched the ball, it could be an uh, uh, explosion play. What yeah. about the running backs of the 90s, Troy? I can't well, I do. I will say this. Out of the 90s, I am partial to and my one of my all-time favorite running backs from the 90s, Cedric Van Buren. One of the all-time on names. The carry. Mm-hmm. Great name. Love Cedric Van Buren. Probably my favorite 90s running back. And he was a stereotypical running back back then he was big he was bulky more like a fullback and he had the big ass shoulder, shoulder pads that yeah. was like made him look like a monster i mean he, he was probably my favorite running back from the 90s cedric van buren all right uh scott harley was a uh, monster in the late 90s. scott scott harley late late 90s a great runner up for that position uh very dangerous how about underrated did you have a favorite that wasn't underrated Hmm, that's a good one. That's a tough one right there. I'm trying to think who would be underrated. You got Leonard Henry, who's second all time in rushing. He can't yards be underrated. Uh, he's not underrated. He's not in the Hall of Fame. I know Jeff Charles. We're gonna. Get he's him. not in the Hall of Fame, Cliff Brock. It is a travesty. You. It's a travesty. I'm going to continue to beat that drum. <laughs> Jeff Charles is trying to get. Oh, Troy, one of my favorite all time stats. Tony Collins, leading rusher for the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Yeah, it was like 13 yards, wasn't it? Well, not exactly. Three carries for four yards. 
Wow. Well, he averaged over a yard to carry. But he, there were four other Patriots runners that had less than him wow. that day. That's how good that defense that was. De- I mean, that Chicago Bears defense. Incredible. The 85 defense was yeah. nasty. Probably the greatest defense in the history of the NFL. Craig James, another one of those running backs. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, SMU. God, he was Kenny Curlin says Vontae Leach, but wasn't he a linebacker here? Uh, he no, switched. he played running back. Yeah. We'll talk about Brian... Uh, about him to Brian Bailey. Coming well, he up did play a couple positions when he was here. Started at on the defensive side yeah. and then went to fullback running back for mm-hmm. ECU. Uh, how about, let's do, uh, I don't know, how about an opposing running back mm-hmm. against ECU? That's tough. I don't have a good memory like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to give you homework assignments <laughs> so you can come in here prepared. You're like Bryce Williams I, right now. You can't come up with an answer dang, every time. Dang. How about That's best tailgate ever, Troy? Let's talk about things you are an expert in. There's so many great ones. Yeah. But uh, the ones, but a lot of the ones before the Carolina games, NC State games were just epic. Um, honestly, the one we had super regional was pretty incredible that Saturday night. Still fresh in my mind. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. There's been a ton of great ones. All right. Thanks for the ECU football discussion, Troy. Craig's Craig, good asked, stuff. You really are a historian. <laughs> Craig asked Junior Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Junior was good. <laughs> I'd say underrated a little bit, Junior Smith. Probably. Who's the all-time leading rusher? Isn't it Junior Smith? Junior Smith. Yeah. So. But do you think he's the all-time? Not really. Well, again, this is an age thing. Junior Smith is what, mid, uh, early to mid-90s? Yeah. Probably yeah. mid-90s. Leonard Henry was late-90s, early 2000s. 2000s. So, I, I wasn't following it. Like, my favorite, I went with Tay Cooper. But, you know, best would be... You could go Ernest Biner. You could yeah. go Tony Collins. You could go Chris Johnson. It kind of depends on when you were here. Yeah, it does. And who you came up on. And for yeah. you, it depends on who your buddy is. Correct. Tony True. is on my list, and I never saw him play anything. Right. But he's an awesome dude. Right. Right. So. Who am I friends with? <laughs> so, how about for every position, we'll just go who your buddy's with? Yeah. Who's your best buddy from this decade? <laughs> Who's your all time best buddy? So start, Most underrated best buddy. Start thinking of <laughs> Those your. Those are easier questions for me to answer, Cliff. Start thinking of your wide receiver buddies <laughs> yeah. for next week. All right. And, uh, Got quite a few. Or for Thursday. Maybe we'll do that Thursday when you're. By the way, uh, Thursday, we do have a guest lined up for the five o'clock. Yes, hour. we do. Uh, Rich Shea. Mm. And you might be asking yourself, why does that sound familiar, Cliff? Well, if I said international Coney Island hot dog eating competition, would that ring a bell? It rings a lot of bells. Ding, 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 ding. July 4th hot dog eating competition. It is the Super Bowl of competitive eating. It is put on by the the organizing body uh, of competitive eating, Major League Eating, MLE. They are to competitive eating what the NFL is to football. And Rich Shea is the president of that organization. And we will go out to him. They'll have a live event from Coney Island. Nathan's famous hot dog eating competition officially, I believe they call it. July 4th, always at high noon from Coney Island. And uh, we'll get the breakdown from Rich Shea. Always fun to talk to. We've done this show long enough. It was live at five back then. I was producing Troy. Yeah. But when, when Kobayashi was the king. Yeah. Since then, it has been the Joey Chestnut reign of and, terror. And we've actually had Joey Chestnut on this show yeah, before. The legend himself. Mm-hmm. I, I I hope we're still doing this when a new king is crowned, but Chestnut has just dominated so much. Chestnut is kind of like the, the Tom Brady of competitive eating. He keeps getting older and he keeps getting better. Yeah. Uh, that's really the best analogy I could for folks that aren't following competitive eating on a day-to-day level like, you know, many of us are. 
that is the analogy. He is the greatest that's ever lived, and you will tell your grandkids one day that you saw Joey Chestnut eat 80 hot dogs at one time. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, Joey Chestnut, minus 2,005. So, like, nobody's even close to second Minus right 2,000? Minus 2,500. He is like wow. Michael Jordan and LeBron in one person. If they could eat... That is how good this guy is. Um, who's the, who's the next this is, this the guy is the Tiger Woods in his prime. We understand it. We, we, of competitive eating. We get it. Not the Tiger Woods now. I'm talking about Tiger Woods of the 90s. Anybody else you want to like name a? He is the. This guy uh, is the he Larry is the Jeff Bird Blake of 1991 college football. <laughs> Unstoppable. Okay. The Wayne Gretzky. Yes. If this event was on ice. Yeah. He would Th- this th- if. I'm, I'm trying to think if Joey Chestnut was a horse. Secretary. He would be secretary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes, we're on the same page. Yeah. It would just be one of those legends. Like, And think about it. If your grandparents were, got to see secretary at the Kentucky Derby, what a story that is. That's what you'll be able to tell your grandkids. I saw the secretary of horse yeah. of, of, of competitive eating. There might have been. He eats some, like a horse. There might have been some horse in that hot dog that he ate. We, we don't know. His over-under this year, Troy D, 74 and a half. Wow, 74. I told you the story the other day. This was like over, it might have been Memorial Day. I'm not a huge hot dog guy. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, here we, here go. we go. Here we go. <laughs> not a big dessert guy. Everybody sit down. He's about to list it off right here. <laughs> I am not a big hot dog guy. Sure. But I like brown hot dogs, and I like red But there was dogs. a couple. I was at a Memorial Day event at the beach, and they had them grilled up. And we were, and it was, uh, you know, get together we were all having. And they had, a, I like them a little well done clip. I like, you know, they, I like them a little charred. That's the way I like them. I don't want my hot dogs like some people like sushi. I want it cooked well done. A raw hot dog is not a good hot dog to me. And man, these things were well done. They were just the way I like them. I was like, man, this look pretty good. All right, I'm going to try. I'm going to take one. So I took one. It was so good. I had, an, I had like two, I think two hot dogs. And then maybe a hamburger, I think, too. I went two hot dogs and a burger at this cookout, which is a lot for me. <laughs> maybe not for the average man. <laughs> but I was full. Yeah. I was stuffed after two hot dogs and a burger. I was like, God, I feel disgusting. Like, I just ate so much. But, man, they were good. How this guy can do 70-some hot dogs in, like, 12 minutes is beyond my realm of even understanding. Yeah. It, like... Literally after two hot dogs, I was ready to throw up. And he's in like good shape. Like he's not obese. He's not, you know, he doesn't look morbid. I mean, he looks okay. I don't think he eats year round. Mike P's got a good. Mike, Mike's got a great comment. We were doing analogies for Joey Chestnut. <laughs> well, he's got a good one here, Clip. Do you want me to read it? I, I think I'll read it. I think it's only appropriate for Clip to read. It. Go ahead. Troy is the Joey Chestnut of dragging a story on. <laughs> Nobody doesn't like him. <laughs> Joey Chestnut somewhere sit somewhere saying, "I can't believe he had that two hot dog and one hamburger story drag on that long." <laughs> I, how does he do it? It's imp- it's unbelievable. <laughs> so, look, Troy knows oh, how to fill an hour. You are the Tiger Woods of dragging on a story. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good stuff. Oh, man. seventy-four That's, and a half. Oh. 
So Craig also says on Facebook, it's time to bring the hot dog eating competition to sub dogs. Side note, Troy following competitive eating on a daily basis is just plain weird. <laughs> yeah, Craig, that was a joke. Play along. <laughs> gonna, gonna have to be a little quicker than that, Craig. Yeah. Troy plays fantasy competitive eating yeah, league yeah. day in, day out. DraftKings. <clears throat> All right. So half uh, the time I've got a DVR the uh, hot dog eating competition because it's <clears throat> usually out. I you know. I don't watch it. Yeah. I but I do. It's not my thing. Is it gross you out yeah. to see me like that? I do like to fast forward to the very end. And look, especially when they dip it in the water. That's gross. The oh, buns dude. in the water. Yeah. How oh, can you eat dude. a bun in the water? Like that just wants make, makes me want to gag. Right Ugh, don't like a soggy. Bun. I almost ought to do it just the hot dog by itself, no bun. And how many dogs could they just absolutely devour? No buns. Because then I think you could take them up to close to 100. Over 100. If he didn't have all that... Uh, carbs yeah weighing them down yeah. all those buns even well, i wet. disagree if they could do that they wouldn't use the water right that's what i mean so do a hot dog eating competition with just hot dogs no buns no water i'm saying why doesn't he do it right now if it would help him get more because you have to eat the, the buns you have part to have the, that's you have part to of the, the hot too. dog to be considered. Oh, oh, oh i thought you just meant no water you're saying no bun no bun no i'm buns. saying no bun yeah, yeah but is a hot dog a hot dog without a bun isn't it still a hot dog? It's a hot dog. The package says hot dog when you buy them by the package. Yeah. I know people that are no carbs that'll just eat a hot dog by itself. Uh, I'll take a hot dog with ketchup, and then they hand you a hot dog yeah. with ketchup on it. And a wrapper. Would you want that? I mean, would you? I mean, it wouldn't be my thing, Clip, but I'm sure people have done it before. All right. I saw someone at this uh, thing I was at, at Memorial Day. What do you call it? Picnic. When we were at this cookout. Carbless hot dog. A guy actually ate a hot dog with no bun. He grabbed one and just ate it. Did you have him arrested on site? <laughs> Keto, baby. You think he's a psychopath? <laughs> yeah. Watch out for that guy. No, so I, I just witnessed that last month. All right. People do do that. We now, do. some might wrap it in, like, lettuce or something. And I went boneless burgers this weekend, so, I mean, it happens. You did? Yeah. Did you eat it with your hands, like a burger, or do you put, eat I it with a fork. fork? Yeah, I had a fork. So now, they, there are some places that will wrap it in lettuce. Yeah. But you'd rather just... Why did you go bunless burger? Um, like, you don't strike me as a bunless burger type of guy. I was just curious. I cooked up some burgers, and I just I wanted to eat it that way. Okay. You can eat it like a but steak. But it's like a steak. Dip it in some uh, some ketchup. A1 and ketchup. And yeah. Went to town. I like sometimes... Have you ever mixed A1 and Heinz 57 together? Probably, but... Mix it together and try it next time. I'm more of an A1 ketchup guy, but... yeah. Heinz 57. I hadn't had that. In a Heinz long time. 57, underrated. Yeah. I hadn't had that. Very in a while. good steak sauce, actually. Goes on a lot of things. Yeah. All right. Especially when you don't want ketchup. Good discussion. But you want to class it up a little bit? Heinz 57. It is classy. Yeah. I these are important that. discussions because these are the decisions people are going to have to make during the July 4th holiday. That's right. We're helping. My favorite holiday of the year, Clip Brock. You know why? No, why? All these years, and you don't know why it's my favorite? There's a number of reasons. Because. Lee, you uh, pray to Lee, your Lee Greenwood poster. <laughs> I don't know what. Why is it your favorite? Well, one, I, I am very patriotic. We celebrate the birth of this country. Which America. Is great. Okay. Two, there's no gifts that are having to be exchanged. That's a good one. Three, it's in the dead center of what? Summer. Summer. Which I love more than any other season. All right. Um, four, we usually always take off for July. 4th. No work. That's good. We're not working. Well, not only do we take a day, sometimes we'll take a week, right? Yeah. Even lucky guys like you, Clip. I'm thankful for that. Um, I feel like you're John Rothstein in July. Like, you're constantly going, this. This is July. It's July. You're just at the beach, hanging out on the beach, grilling out. It's just, it's the greatest holiday of the year. 
it's right at the halfway point of the year. It's right when you about need a break. You're kind of burned out from, you know, tailgating. Well, I was going to say the the rush of the holidays that went into you know baseball season that all the stuff that you had to do during the spring and it was just <clears throat> nonstop and you finally can just take a break. All right, uh, I'm with, I'm, I'm a Thanksgiving a, man myself, but it's a great holiday. Thanksgiving second favorite. Okay, good stuff. I like the consistency of Thanksgiving. You always know when it's going to be. It's always on that Thursday, where July Fourth moves around on the day. Mm. You know it's going to be the fourth. Could be a Monday, could be a Friday. Could, you know, it's a little quirky. Thanksgiving always Thursday. Mm-hmm. Usually get that bonus Friday if people, you're not playing football. People forget that. Yep. Yeah, always based around food and football. Close second. That's why it's number one in yeah. my heart. There you go. My power rankings have it a firm number two. All right, Troy really enjoyed it. God, has it been an hour? It has been an hour. Time to go get more cake. Well, there's more for you back there. <laughs> Time's the charm. Shirley will save you a sliver. I mean, it is. You your, I mean, it is your cake. <laughs> you gotta make sure happy Shirley Rhodes Day. Let me eat more of your cake, Shirley. All right. When we return, we will recap the ladies' clinic. Talk to Double B, Brian Bailey. Big hour two on tap on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance of facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Got Brian Bailey coming up later on this hour. Also, we'll talk to Pete Medhurst. He is the play-by-play voice for Navy football. Also works on the Nationals Radio Network. Uh, he has his own talk show up in the Maryland, D.C. area and talks about the commanders. So we got a lot to talk about with Pete Medhurst, including what this Navy football team will look like in 2022. Uh, our very own Jenny Shelton got an up-close and personal look at this 2022 ECU football team on Friday as she was part of the annual ladies clinic and uh jenny welcome back to the show how are you doing i'm doing good clip thanks for having me back are you uh you sore like how you feeling you look pretty physical physical out there physical compete i am a little sore actually (laughs) um i was just now getting the full range of motion back in my neck i did a little too much tackling maybe and um i had a great time out there your form looked good Uh, i saw one of the videos and the many videos that we put on our social media platforms and uh what do they call it the tire the wheel or whatever but the tackle you made you literally dove in the air uh pretty good form there g thank you um that i think that's where i got some whiplash (laughs) soreness from but it was super fun that's one of my favorite drills actually to watch the football players go full speed after watching the video, I realized he was rolling the tire about <laughs> as slow as yeah. it would roll up. So um, it is like a you kind of really do get to feel what the players go through um, when they're going full speed. 
Jenny Shelton joining us. Jenny, uh, you and Big Dog did an awesome job. Uh, the vlog, the video blog of what went down on Friday, and people can check that out on YouTube and our social media sites. Uh, you did some interviews as well. I did, Clip. It was kind of impromptu. Um, it was great having Glenn out there with me. Um, I think it was his first ladies' clinic that he had actually gotten to attend and um, from behind the scenes. So we kind of dove in. And um, when I would see a coach and his wife or just a coach, I just kind of would pull them outside. And it was fun to talk to everybody. It's great that Glenn could go out there. He's a real gender bender. Uh, Jenny, what... Uh, you do know <laughs> <laughs> Glenn's in the next room. You know the offensive coordinator's name, right? It's Donnie Kirkpatrick. And yes. Yes. Perfect. And his wife Missy. And then yes. you, then you have Blake Harrell and his wife Jesse. And go. um all right. what else do you need to know, Cliff? That's it. I got it all for That's you. That's all I, I, I needed to know. I just kind but, of misspoke on that. I'm and it's sorry. hard. It's difficult to do. And Jenny, you know that I was at uh, the baseball, I guess it was the selection show. And I was doing a one-on-one with Ryder Giles, and I didn't have a recorder or a mic in my hand, and I just saw a mic on a podium, and I grabbed it, and it wasn't plugged in or anything, but I needed something in my hands. Yeah. And you said you had an issue the other night just freehanding it. Yeah. You're like, you don't know, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like Ricky Bobby. Exactly. So I did a lot of claps. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Clap it out. Yeah. I thought you did a great job, Jenny. I really did. And the interviews, that's the good thing about the ladies' clinic is everybody is thinking about and, and seeing the coaches all year round, but they don't see the wives. And you were able to see. Thank you, Chandler. You were, you were able to talk to the wives, you know, Misty, uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick's wife, and then uh, Trent Weaver was there. Big guy made an appearance uh, on our Pirate Radio social media platforms. His wife, Lori, loved it. Um, and it was really exciting to be out there and just think about maybe the next time we're out there, it's going to be full um, and we're going to be taking down the Wolfies, hopefully. So, um, there was just a lot of excitement. We got to run out of the tunnel with smoke. Oh, my god! I mean, that is like bucket list item for some people. You got to do that on Friday. I did. Um, I inhaled a lot of it. And um, it was it was intense. And it was nice to see the other side because I've almost gotten run over filming it for Pirate Radio when they come out for the football entrance. And to truly not be able to see what I'm running through was another... <laughs> You know, first time real life experience. Did they have purple hats have you, blaring? <laughs> you ever run out of the tunnel on weed? What? <laughs> what is that from? Um, have you ever? Is it half baked? What is that reference from? You ever done so and so on weed? What is it, Glenn? Half baked. It is half baked. Yes. No, you're talking about how you inhaled it and you couldn't see. <laughs> It sounds oh, like it you're. Uh, it was I mean, a mind-altering experience for you. So Glenn can can second this for me because he was standing there videoing it right where they set off these purple smoke things, and um, he he said he was eating it for about a two days. <laughs> I did eat. You had a two-day experience on what? the purple. Hey, 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 hey! It's strong stuff, brother. <laughs> I don't know if you know. <laughs> so are you telling us our football players are stoned out of their minds when they're playing on September 3rd? I do know this. I know that I was at an angle where I had never gotten that much before. I've been out there before yeah. on the field during it, but never quite to this level. And uh, yeah, man, I went to Bojangles and got some Supremes afterwards, and them joints smelled like, they tasted like purple haze. <laughs> All right, hopefully no drug tests. It is a, is it a flavor. 
I think. All right, good deal. Jenny, uh, so you, you got it to wear a uniform. That's cool. Yep, that was the first time they had a huge stack out on a rack, and we all got to put one on. Stack on a rack. You had a fashion show from the football team. That was another first. Um, those players came out and did a little dance. One of them did a split. Mm. And um, they I, had... I was hoping to get the yellow jerseys this year. I know. Maybe. like uh, Just something, some preview of something new. Oh, I asked Jenny about that. So they didn't. They knew all all y'all ladies, Glenn, would be talking about it if y'all saw some new uniforms. The showcases sure. didn't have anything new. They were all the but it's also further out though than it normally is, or or yeah, because it's normally like a month closer. It's normally in August. They right. probably don't even have them yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you. How about the X's and O's stuff? Did Did Coach Kirkpatrick or Harold teach you any of that? Coach Foster did an offense. Chris Foster. Yeah, he jumped in there and showed us some running back tape. Oh, nice. Broke us down. You know, it was nice. Uh, Jenny, you're a veteran when it comes to the ladies' clinic. This is, what, your third year doing it? Yep. Tell us about, you know, the first time you went out there in the Mike Houston era to now. Like, how's the facilities different? How is the the clinic itself run different? Like, how is everything different from day or the first year to now well i think first and foremost it's an evening event where they try to make it fun where it used to be in the middle of the day and um, people used to have to go through coach connor workouts well (laughs) and it would be sore glenn wouldn't go unless that ended the coach connor portion or they had two a days or i'm there for it (laughs) (laughs) but so they did that so it's in the evening um we get to tour the facilities from the beginning. I would say even the hallway wasn't even finished for the renovations when he first started and took over. Now um, they've moved the NFL wall to a completely long hallway. It's not a short wall anymore. So they can showcase a lot more of just the um, decorations, pirate traditions. It's built around the equipment office. So it has like there's an equipment area now, which is nice. What feels pro. Uh, the pirate players were involved, as we mentioned, for the first time, really, right? Yep. So, who did you sit with at your dinner table? Um, I did not. I wandered around. I don't. I didn't sit. But I, we, it's we hard did. to believe she mingled. I don't know if you know her. Social butterfly. But as, as soon as we walked in, Mason was sitting there, and um, it's great to see him. He said he'd had a great summer. Um, and Noah Henderson's mom was actually there. I saw her spike a ball. She was a superstar, honestly. She was in the middle of everything. It's fun. I think last year there were a few other uh, players' parents that come. It's one of the like only times that they can come and interact in the football setting with their kids. And she was having an absolute blast. I saw you guys were having like a photo shoot and stuff with the players. Yeah, I could, I put a helmet on and I didn't like that. I took it right off because it was a lot of squishing and in, in the cushion and squishing. You're doing a lot of unintentional rhymes today that I'm impressed with. Hey, you're spitting bars, G. Squi- squishing in the cushion. Yep. One of my favorite um, movies. But they were they were laughing, having just the greatest time, and I got a few um, I got a few comments off from the pictures I posted that said they they had a great time. So a lot of was, smiles. It was fun to see the players interacting, laughing, cutting up. They had the music jamming. Um, we were in the players' lounge for a while, getting to take pictures. Just a lot of laughter, giggles. Nothing and, too serious. But, you know, most of the time we go over there, it's kind of tense and there's a situation and there wasn't. It was nice. It was nice that it was just totally like free of tension and real laid back. 
and a good atmosphere. Besides the tackling dummy uh, that we saw uh, in the video, what was uh, what was some other drills that you did, and what was your favorite drill? Can I? Uh, so let me say this: last week you asked me what drill I would want to see you do, and it was the one where you had to backpedal because I didn't. I didn't, the I corner didn't, drill. I, I didn't think you could stand up, Jenny. I thought you'd bust your ass. Did you see me do it? I did, and I'm, you did a you did a very good job. That was. I mean, I felt like I was slow moving, but I did it pretty good. And I told Glenn, I said, that's the one Clip wants me to do. It looks like a tough drill. It was. Yeah. That's it, the Rick Smith drill. The cornerbacks. What What would he say to her about it? You got to keep your shoulders over your feet. And you got to just whatever. You just do whatever the hell you want to do. Man, you need to. You need to. You got to work on you gotta it. You got to practice football season. I have, hey, look, I haven't done Rick Smith in a long time. All right. Go home tonight and practice, okay? I'm going to do it until I'm blue in the face. <laughs> and then you're going to come here tomorrow instead of doing Gary Hahn. You're going to do Rick Smith. Uh, so what? now you can answer Chandler's great question. What other drills? So they told me to stay on my toes for that back pedal. So I took, you know, I tried to take their advice. I went and tried a field goal again. Um, I guess you didn't make it if you said tried. I did not see anybody make a field goal, so I did not put any of that footage out there. I got <laughs> so it in I the air. I protected the kickers. You did get it in the air. That, that is true. You got it higher probably in the air than Did anybody. they have long snapping drills? <laughs> Unfortunately not, Chandler. Good gosh. But at the men's, that would be a thing. You need to go out there next year and be the instructor on it. Yeah, someone that never played college football that was denied to be on the EC football. I actually think me and Chandler should go out there next year in wigs. <laughs> Undercover. There we go. Incognito. Yeah. So I totally White get, chicks. You, you, <laughs> hey, ladies. We're here for the ladies' clinic. Just go out there and rock the drills. Can't wait. Killing it. I'm a long snapper. I don't know if you guys know what that is. There was, speaking of Coach Connors, there was a lady out there who may or may not <laughs> have been Coach Connors. She was super serious. She was so serious. She was serious on every drill. She had game day intensity. She was looking for an opportunity. Opportunity. She Some was looking were, for it. We're wearing gloves so they could catch She the had ball. gloves. Yes. She had like pro gloves on, brother. Did you brother. catch her pass? She, um, so that yes. Was, yes, I did. That was the last drill. Um, Mason threw me a few bombs as LRB pointed from the 10 from the 10 yard line, which I felt like it was 10 from yard the, bombs. Yeah, I thought it was from the 40 yard line, but um after one or two, I got focused and I caught it and I did the slam. It felt good. It was fun. Mason was awesome. They all were very encouraging. Was it the first one that hit you or the second one? It was the second one that knocked me in my noggin right there. Your nose? Yep. Nose, noggin. Hard oh. nosed. Hard, hard nosed. Very hard nosed. And, uh, <laughs> nose. Uh, her nose was, your nose is bleeding, right? Did you say your nose was bleeding? I did, I did have a slightly bloody nose when I got back in the car, but right. everything. Well, is you, okay. you don't have a you don't have a hard nose. Uh, you got a soft nose. Soft nose. So I talked to Coach Houston before, and I asked him what his advice for me was on the drills, and he said, "Take it take easy. it easy, take it easy." Well, I understand why he says that now, and probably why there's not a men's men's clinic because um, there would definitely be some more injuries. So you like th- there has been you think we would go too hard? Oh, there would be some people out there just going crazy. Well, some, sure. Someone fell and broke their hip just trying to run a route last time, like a few years ago with Ruffin. Well, I could see AT out there trying to take Tyler. Yeah, Smith's that spot. is true. I can see this. He's got all Slot. the gloves. He's got, he's all got the, the gloves. He's yeah. got eye black. <laughs> he starts to gritty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jenny. Uh, way to go. Great job. Thanks, Clipper. Awesome content.
Thank Good you. job, Thank Big you Dog. Guys, Shirley, next year you'll definitely have to go with me. That is one thing that is for sure is that next year Shirley Rhodes has to go to the ladies clinic I yes need to see i need to see that shirley rose tackling form i need she to looks, see she, it she's hard nosed <laughs> she she does everything we ask her to do she does uh she does a fantastic job and uh and look we have there was a good bunch out there and, i got uh, good hands got I really can, good I hands can catch, i can catch a ball now so i learned i can't okay i can tackle anything if you roll it in front of me i'm coming to get you but maybe running and catching at the same time might be a little much. Um, took me a second or two, but I nailed the tackling club, so be careful. All right. There you go. Jenny Shelton. Shirley and I would make the dream team. She can catch. I can tackle. We're ready. The first ever football dream team. You are the Rajay Harris and Keith Mitchell of Pirate Radio. We saw both of those guys. Yep. We saw Raji. We saw... They were both out there. Eli Morris is out there. We had some Shane Calhoun, Noah Henderson, and no Holt Nailers because he was at the he was Manning at the Peyton, Passing Academy. Manning Academy, yes. So. Coach Houston announced that, and mm-hmm. we were all super Talked excited big, for so. him. Yeah, Mason, it's his first time. He was like, "This is awesome!" So he's excited to be there for a few more. Cool deal. All right, thank you, Jenny. Thanks, Clip. All right, happy we'll, Shirley Day. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Brian Bailey joins us uh, when we return. Also, I've got a very special message regarding Shirley Rhodes Day from a person in the business Oh, that okay. I, will, I will read on the Hello. other side. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was random. We'll be back with you after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for some rental houses? ECO alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and also show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have any questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, Shirley Day rolls on and the stars are rolling in. How about uh, Mike Mullis during the break dropping by some donuts for Shirley Rhodes Day? He uh, instructed me that I was not allowed to have any Unless Shirley said it was okay. You can have one. Thank you, but I will. You're I'll, not a donut guy. I'm not I'm not. A, I'm not a big donut guy. guy. Hey, give donut me four guy. donuts. <laughs> um, but that Good was, thing Troy's gone, because otherwise those donuts would be gone already. That, he's, he's not a donut guy anyway. Yeah. That was a, uh, a lovely gesture by Mike Mullen. Yes, Great thank guy. you very much. I appreciate that. And how about this, Shirley? I received this uh, message, and Chandler and I are going to read the message and our best impression of that person's voice. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so this was sent in at 4.06. All right. And uh, Chandler, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Congrats, Congrats to Shirley for, for 20 years. years. It is very rare for someone to stay at one place that long in this industry, especially when having to deal with you clowns on a daily basis. Here's to another 20 for the person truly in charge of Pirate Radio, the incomparable Shirley Rhodes. 
Name that. First of, first of all, that was a great. I, I finally figured out how to do the perfect Corey Glore. Get both of them to do it at the same time. <laughs> because that's the only way you're going to reach the octave he speaks in. So, first of all, that was extremely impressive. I, I, that job, was Jamie. awesome. All great right. job, great job. Second of all, thank you very much, Corey. I, I appreciate that very, very much. Corey Glore, great gentleman. Great guy. Hello. And, uh, yeah, sending his regards. Well, thank you. I to appreciate that. the person truly in charge of Pirate Radio, <laughs> Shirley Rhodes. I'm not going to argue that. All right, uh, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line and talk to Double B, Brian Bailey, on this Monday. He joins us here on the program. BB, how you doing today? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great, and uh, kind of searching for topics at this time in the year. So we're talking a lot of football, getting folks fired up for the 2022 season. We'll continue our opponent previews today. Talk to Pete Medhurst from the navy midshipmen finally got a w over those midshipmen last year and an all-time classic uh in uh annapolis bailey yeah that was a great game i mean I'll, that's one i'll never forget you know i was fortunate enough to be able to be there and just uh, how the whole thing unfolded and uh it was it was really something that, that was that was one to remember the legend of Owen Daffer. We we don't know how his career is going to turn out here at ECU, but he'll always be remembered for at least that one Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and, and then talking, you know, after the game, and, and you know, the, the Holton. I think Holton was the one that said, "Yeah, we were on the sideline, say, hey, give him a shot, let him kick it, let him <laughs> kick it." And they were like, "Well, I don't know if we should or not, because you know, some bad things can happen as we've seen in college football uh, when you're that far away on a field goal." But yeah. man, when he kicked it. When he kicked it, my first reaction was, "Man, he got all of it. Let's just see where it ends up." And boy, it did. It was. It was something. Nailed it. Uh, we have talked so far to Harry Minium from Old Dominion, also Chris Haymeyer Campbell. We got Jim Lauk uh, from USF coming up this week, and uh, also expected to talk to Tony Haynes from NC State as well. So, knocking out these previews. Talked a lot of o- ODU football uh, last week, Bailey, and, and brought up you talking about Bobby Wilder you know, purchasing the first footballs uh, for that school uh, and their football program, and now they have moved on to Ricky Ronnie, and w- what an odd season the Monarchs had last year. We talked about it last week. They were 1-6 and six and then reeled off five in a row to make it to a bowl game, so you know, every game, uh, every game counts, and you can't take anybody lightly. I think Old Dominion, after that conversation with Harry last week, is one of those teams. I think so, and I think that, that you know, when, when Ronnie took that job, I mean, a lot of people said it, that that was a, a great get for Old Dominion to get uh, a guy like that. And he's come in there, and it, it took a while last year to get things rolling, but obviously, you know, he's come in to, and that hinted that job to win some football games, and and they were able to reel off those wins to the end, and they were they were playing really good football at the end of the year last year. And how about their schedule, Bailey? I know you got some ODU ties. They got Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Liberty, so they'll be going for the the old mythical state championship next year up there in Norfolk. Yeah, and they they kind of took the East Carolina theory, you know, back in the day. Of, you know, we'll play anybody, and that's basically what they've done. And they've you think back to some of the games they've had the year that they upset Virginia Tech was was incredible. I mean, so you know they that's that's the kind of the attitude they've taken, and that's the attitude East Carolina had. You know, at one point, and and kind of you know with the Americans a little different, but still East Carolina has a a difficult uh, non conference slate each and every year. 
Bailey, uh, last week we made you pick your favorites at quarterback. Today we're going to do running backs. So get ready to, to make some people mad. Uh, before we get there, how about the room that Coach Houston and the staff has established for this year? You've got the 1,000-yard rusher in Keaton Mitchell. You've got Rajee Harris, who's had two really good years here at East Carolina. So your top two guys, you know who you got. And then they've added a lot of talent. Uh, you, you throw in a guy like Camaro Edmonds, who you saw in high school. Uh, of course, we think Pop McKay could be something here. And, and there's a couple other names in there that they have brought into the stables. So you got to have a bunch of healthy bags. And they have stocked this room up. And it looks like it's become a, a strength here for East Carolina. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because every year it seems like the running back room, you start off with all of this depth. And then by by game six or seven, you're kind of scrambling around because that's just how these guys get beat up in, in the running back position. But man, getting getting Camaro back, I mean, when he left uh, Havelock, and I just thought, wow, he was he was incredible to watch each and every Friday night. I mean, you knew you were going to get highlights of that guy every time. And then uh, you know he goes to Carolina, things didn't work out, and getting him back here in Eastern North Carolina, that's a that's a huge get. And if, if he'll just be patient, because you're going to have to be in that room because Keaton Mitchell, I mean, how many how many times did we say last year, man, that guy can fly, and, and Rajay, man, he's he's just you know, and and they're they're good character kids too. They really yeah. they they love one another, and that's that's really I think we've learned that through the years through Coach Godwin and and now with Coach Houston. I mean, you got to have kids that really care about one another, and, and you know you know we learned so much from Cliff, from Cliff Godwin this year about being selfless and. And having a role, and and I think in football it's the same way. I think you know, and Coach Houston, he knows how good those running backs are, and he wants to keep everybody. But these days in the transfer portal, it's very hard to do that. No doubt, Brian Bailey joining us, and uh, glad to have those two guys back and a big stable behind them. All right, let's uh, let's talk all time running backs, Bailey. And I gave out my list last week. I get my first favorite was Scott Harley. Uh, and there's been tons and tons of guys between then and now. But for my favorite, I, I went with Tay Cooper. Uh, he was not here long, but he made a huge impact on the two years he played running back and also enjoyed uh, talking to him, just kind of an old country boy. Felt like you were talking to a guy you've known your whole life. So I went with Tay Cooper. Uh, who, who's your favorite running back, Bailey? Man, there's so many. <laughs> You got to go with me, too. Give me some names, too. I, I'm trying to think back to like one of the first memories that I have of covering East Carolina football and, and the running back position. Uh, Jared Moody comes to mind. I don't know if you remember. I don't know that name. So I think Cedric Van Buren was brought up in the the 90s era, right? Van Buren yeah. was incredible. Cedric Van Buren was a great, great asset to the Pirate offense and kind of overlooked when you think about the uh, Peach Bowl team. Uh, Moody played in the run and shoot, and I thought he was really – really good but those teams didn't win a lot of games under Art Baker but Art Baker was so good and 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 those guys you know they really they worked hard um I think the most popular name outside of Chris Johnson was Leonard Henry his name came up the most I think yeah I I love Leonard Henry um I love I I got my favorite on the tip of my tongue I'm trying to get some more names make sure I don't leave anybody (laughs) Harley I'm telling you Scott Harley was fun to watch. Yeah. I swear, those days when he would, you know, that he had those games, one against State and one against South Carolina, it's yep. unbelievable the way he ran the football. But And even the, we went to, through the underrated category, Bailey, and, and I chose Brandon Simmons uh, because I, he was a, 
a night a pounder but those skip teams had so many guys he, he would use so many running backs so the local product jonathan williams or dominique Lindsay or uh norman whitley his name came up like all these guys throughout the year so uh breon allen had a, some great performances uh in a brief time here at ecu so that was a lot of names thrown out junior smith just yeah. the way he ran the football and uh, i remember the i think it was the south carolina game where they ran a fake little reverse type play and he he scored on it late in the game they, i think that clinched the win 49 35 or something like that but I got to go with my all-time favorite. Leonard Henry's up there because I, because he was he was so close as well. But uh, Vontae Lee oh, yeah. has, was an intern was an intern at Channel Nine. <laughs> he was also a good running back, and he won a Super Bowl ring. So I guess he has to, to get in there. But uh, Leonard Henry interned for me too. So that's two running backs that actually interned. Are you trying to take credit for their? No, no. Okay. Nothing to do with their running back position. I'm just saying that they, they had an interest in communications. In fact, Leonard Henry, I turned him around. He's a man of God now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you helped him on the field, Bailey, but internships are about developing life skills and being great adults, right? And Leonard and Vontae certainly have that going for him. So maybe you do get some credit. I think Leonard saw how bad I was that he was going to turn his life around. Quick. He started praying for you, and then that led to where he's at now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. That's for sure. And Vontae, I swear, man, Vontae was was funny. He, uh, Rado was messing up one time, and I told Vontae about. Vontae said, "Give me your phone." <laughs> he grabbed my phone and called Rado and started just ripping him. I mean, he taught him cur- curse words that Rado never even knew what they were. <laughs> I think it'll be better now. Wow. Rado, what happened? He goes, I don't know, but that guy was was cussing me like crazy. I ain't never doing that again. (laughs) Brian Bailey using ECU football guys to to discipline his kids. That's a great, great move there, BB. Good stuff. I need to get him to call him again. (laughs) (laughs) It needs an update. All right. There's uh, so Vontae Leach, who started on the defensive side of the ball here, right, Bailey? Yes, he did. Started as a linebacker and uh, moved over, and and his teams didn't win a lot of football games. After yeah. that South Florida game, he ran for a whole bunch of yards, and uh, they ended up losing in overtime. But uh, that was that was a. You got two pros on your team in basketball, Bailey. You are going to the tournament and winning some games. You got two like Terrence Copper and Vontae Leach in football. Unfortunately, there's 20 other guys out there, right? So. Yeah. Just, a little different that's for sure yeah yeah all right well uh what you got going on right now bailey <laughs> if i told you i'd have to kill you okay I'd tell you but i i'm off this week uh just kind of doing some things and trying to do some things around the house and okay. this huge branch i mean it's not even a branch it should be considered a tree it <laughs> fell in the backyard and i've been trying to cut on this thing for the better part of two weeks and trying to get it where i can but this thing is huge, and I worked on it again. Never has a man worked so hard on a project to have so little to go for it. <laughs> but I've got cuts and bruises and I, and chainsaw, and it's been crazy. But uh, I finally I finally did all I could do, and I said, you know what? i got to call somebody to get the rest of it because I just can't do it. My chainsaw is made more for limbs, not for on huge trees so all i right. somebody over there to finish it up but that's Bra- what i've been doing today anyway brian bailey not the lumberjack we we thought he was but 
<laughs> you put in some work on it though all right uh not much going on in the sports world bailey i guess we got so city championship is wrapped up it's all-star time right now for area kids right yeah it is and, and you know back in the day everybody wants their their child covered and we really you know you just can't cover them all and and, and they've grown so much over the years because not only do you have all-stars for little league and cal ripkin and everything but then you have travel tournaments going on as well so there's just so many of them and every league has now got like four all-star teams too so it just multiplies right right and i think social media has helped us with that i think now that mom and dad can take the pictures and put them on social media and get them out there that their kids i think that's helped the tv side because we just can't we can't cover them all we just yeah. do what we can at elm street especially because uh, as we've said so many times over the years, Elm Street's really a special place, and we'll do some stuff with the District 4 this week that's going on, and then uh, they've got a couple other things coming up. And, of course, they've got the Little League Softball World Series in August, which is, you know, the whole world gets a chance to see Greenville. And this year we've got the foreign teams coming into town for yeah. the first time. So, yeah, hey, that'll be a big deal. But uh, other than that, we're basically just getting through June, getting through July, and August. I think August second is actually the first day of high school football practice. Man, if I read the uh, North Carolina High School Athletic Association uh, update correctly, it'd be August. Usually it's August first, but for some reason it's August second. So uh, that'll be coming up. And once you get that first practice in, man, it doesn't take long. And you're you're playing high school football August eighteenth or nineteenth, that first Friday night, right in there. And then, and then it's on. You know, East Carolina and, and North Carolina State on September 3rd. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, we got to get, get through July, and it is here, uh, full force. So, looking forward to that. Also, I uh, saw you, I think you were at uh, Granger Stadium last week. Woody's are in town uh, still, so uh, folks can check that out as well. So, so a lot going on out there. You just got to find it. Brian Bailey joining us today on Pirate Radio Live, BB. Hopefully, uh, you can get some rest in after your tree chopping's done. And uh, we'll... we'll I tell you, man. I'm telling you. I tell people this, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you're not very good at that. And sometimes I'll say, well, let me see if you can go do, do a little three-minute sportscast for TV and see how we end up with that thing. <laughs> Come back I've got, because I'm not very good at a lot of stuff, and this is another one. All right, BB, we're uh, we're off next week, so we'll talk to you here in a couple weeks. So uh, we'll uh, catch up with you then. Sounds good. Enjoy your time off. All right. Thank you, sir. The lumberjack himself, Brian Bailey, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Take a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub what's going on in the world of sports tonight. Hope you like Major League Baseball because that's about it. We'll also look at what went down over the weekend when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with with their utility costs. And you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month. Or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip. 
Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Monday. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk to Pete Medhurst, play-by-play voice of the Navy Midshipmen. Coming up Tuesday, Tony Haynes. Touchdown State! We're going to talk to Tony. Tony Haynes will join us, color analyst for NC State. Devin Leary and the pack getting a lot of hype heading into this year. Now, I know y'all have probably talked to Tony in the past, um, but it's going to be weird hearing him on Pirate Radio. I don't know if y'all have had him on since I've been at Pirate Radio but, I mean, I grew up listening to Gary and Tony, so it's going to be weird hearing him on the Pirate Radio Airwaves. I believe I've talked to him and or Johnny Evans on the show. I know I've talked to Gary Hahn. I think we've had them all before. No, but, I, uh, I said that y'all had them on before. I just don't know if I was listening. I definitely wasn't an official employee here uh, since y'all talked to him. Looking forward to the chat coming up on Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll talk to Jim Lauk from South Florida and uh roll on also wednesday we've got our position preview we're talking wide receivers what's your favorite position i had a uh facebook memory come up today and of me and Dwayne harris at the david garrard golf class that in is Greenville. A, that is a sick photo we're both wearing braves hats which is cool sick uh the night awesome beard you had on I ha- yeah, I was wearing a beard. I had a fake beard on. Yeah, that, oh, that, speaking of facial that, hair that you had going on, <laughs> I'm glad coming. you brought that up. Man, uh, you so, almost got away with it. I know. Chandler. This is on you. Chandler rolls in today. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> He's got, like, you got the goatee, mm-hmm. and you got the chin strap going yeah. up the cheek to the sideburn yeah and it's tight man it is it's nice it's lined up you got lined up i did i needed to i needed to get lined up so uh it was, it was getting uh scraggly how many uh what have the ladies been saying about it not a damn thing how, how about the you, dudes i've been talking they've about been it telling me i'm hot <laughs> they've been telling me man you're smoking hot you look like like what finish that sentence <laughs> He's got the 50 cent chin strap. <laughs> you look like you're ready to deliver maybe some slow R&B jams or something. I do. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, I hope it works out for you well, in the lady department. We Let's see, Jeff. Let's see. We'll have to see. They're going to look at it. All right. Um, but yeah, I got a haircut over the weekend. I needed one bad. Uh, funny story. Uh, last Saturday I was at home and I was supposed to go, I had a, a appointment for a haircut at 11 o'clock and I overslept that appointment. I woke up at 1130, was supposed <laughs> to be on the golf course at a golf course, uh, about 30, about 25, 30 minutes away from my house. Um, so I, I heard you on the phone last week talking to somebody, maybe your dad, maybe somebody. And you said, well, my point, I'll, I'll tell him to do it quick because I know I got to play golf. I heard you on the phone. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy that I was that I was playing golf with that day. Yeah. I said, hey, I'll, I'll be in there. I'll, I'll, I'll try to get there even earlier to like see if she can go ahead and get me in and out of there bef- like before 11, 10. And you were just snoozing. Snoozing. Uh, yeah, I had some fun the night before. Well, good. We all deserve to have some fun. So... Uh, but I had so I had to get it uh, over the weekend. I got it on Saturday. You gonna keep it tight? I got it after I played golf. I played another round of golf over the weekend, and so I decided to get the the appointment after the round of golf. And uh, yeah, she went a little she went a little thin on the straps there. Thin on the straps. That when I, next time I go in, I'm gonna say, hey, I want it thin on the straps. You know what I'm talking about. Give me yeah, that chan give, man. Give, give me the chan man. Give me the chan. Give me the chan man the ch- special. The chan straps. 
Jan Stroud. I'm not reading Facebook Live. Oh, yeah. You want to know what your mom said? Y'all, you see, y'all, no, oh, y'all ain't laughing now. Y'all were sitting here laughing while ago. <laughs> Hell yeah. You and CJ, y'all were having a good old time until old Pam Brock came in here to boost my spirits. Because I was sad. I was getting upset. I was getting very, uh, <laughs> Uh, very insecure about yeah. how I look. I mean, I mean, you like laid it on me this morning after our uh, staff meeting. I, I just it, it caught me uh, off guard. Well, you know, this comment from Pam Brock really has lifted my spirits. She said, and I quote, "Handsome Chan Man, thank you, Miss Brock." Jesus Christ. But then she came back and said, "Oh, I forgot clip. Sorry." Oh, Shirley, you weren't here last week. There was a we had a dust very, up. There was an awkward situation. Yeah, I had to call my mom live on the air and tell her not to to publicly call Chandler handsome anymore. And look, she oh. started breaking the rules. And clearly, uh, she does not listen to me. And then Chad Moore started talking about Chandler's mom. <laughs> and then Chad said Chandler's mom's kind of hot. So wait, you know, wait, 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 who said that? Chad, Chad Moore, P one oh listener. We need to put a moratorium on all mom talk. Like no more mom talk on the show. Everybody cool with that? Are we cool? Are you? Do cool? we not agree? Do we not agree? I think we all agree. Let's break. Some Do we not agree? Well, not break bread. Let's break Lumpia over it. CJ, is your mom on Facebook? Uh, as far as I know. Okay. Not uh, very uh, no, she, no, uh-ohs. no, uh-ohs. <laughs> no, uh-ohs. Chad, Chad, get off your keyboard. Uh, I'll have to get her name during the break. I can just look up Schaefer, maybe. Yeah, My work. mom is not. What's your, mom, what's oh, your mom's name? Your mom looks like Paul Schaefer. <gasps> Do you is know your mom is? Paul Schaefer? I have no it's idea. It's the, uh, the guy for Letterman. The bald <laughs> band leader for David Letterman. That wow. You just called his mom bald? <laughs> oh, that's what happens? <laughs> and a man? I'm going to run in there. <laughs> I think that's the biggest Uh-oh. issue here. It was a Schaefer joke. I have never laid eyes upon CJ's mother. And I'll never do it, CJ. Out of respect to you. That's right. All right. Um, what the heck were we talking about? Nothing. Just how Chin we got strap. here. Chin Scoreboard this update. This June. This is late June. Nothing's going on. Xander Shoffley wins the Travelers over the weekend 19 under par. I feel like Shoffley's been in the top uh, top ten for most of these tournaments recently, and he finally finishes on top. Harold, is that the one where his last name is spelled like Shafuffle or yep, something? Yeah, that's okay. the one. Shafuffle, mm, Shafuffle. Looks like a fancy dessert. Harold Warner the third looked like he wasn't going to make the cut. Uh, instead, had a monster second half to his day on Friday. Had a uh, three under on Saturday, I think, too. And did not do well Sunday. No, three over on Sunday. Finishes five under for the tournament, tied for forty third, but. Uh, still a, a good weekend, was able to play it all the way through and earn a paycheck. So good for HV3. That went on over the weekend. Ole Miss won the College World Series on a Sunday. Congrats to Ben Mintz, Mincy from Barstool. Um, what else happened over the weekend? Not a darn thing. Not a darn thing. Not a darn thing. At the Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. Thank you, Chandler. Avalanche knocking off the Lightning. Uh, did you see what they did to the Stanley Cup almost I immediately after? I saw the, the guy bust his tail. Yeah. yeah, he tripped and fell. He bent the Stanley Cup at the bottom. Uh, they showed a picture, a little video of it this morning. He was skating towards the group. I guess they were going to do the group picture. Yeah. He had the Stanley Cup in his hand, was skating, and tripped and fell. And Stanley Cup hits the ice, and you can visibly see a, bi- a dent in the bottom of 
Lord Stanley's Cup. I feel like that happens way more often than it should with these trophies, these presentations where it like falls off the table or somebody drops it. I it mean, seems just, like it happens. I want to say it was give, Ole Miss yeah, football do, that dropped their trophy. I can't remember the and it like shattered the bowl game they were in, but it shattered. Yeah. Yeah, there was like there was one like soccer championship where they had it at they were riding on a bus, like a oh. double decker bus, and it fell off. Or the top of it fell off or something. You, you almost it just had, seems like are they giving you dummy trophies to travel with or you, what are what they should, right? Like uh, You would think so. You almost had the trophy debacle of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they had their like uh their river uh parade. Tom Brady tossing the uh, Lombardi Trophy over to the one and only recently retired Rob Gronkowski. The only trophy that didn't break was the one that was tossed from a boat to another boat. By drunk, by pure tea drunk. Tom Brady was sloshed. Alkies, straight up alkies. Uh, What is the coolest trophy in sports? I I feel like one of those golf trophies. Coolest to win or best looking one? Best looking. Oh, best looking. It's got to be Stanley Cup. All right, let's take the Stanley Cup out of it. What is the coolest looking trophy in sports? I like I like the NBA Finals trophy. I like Major League Baseballs with all the uh, yeah, the, the, flags, flags. the flags. Yeah, I think that looks like, cool. Yeah, but in terms of we have one of those. In terms of in terms of, but there. Uh, I think there's a practicality to the Stanley Cup because you can drink out of it, you can put stuff in it. I think you know, Stanley kind of Cup's thing. number one. We got to take that out of yeah. the equation. But take that out of the equation. I agree with you. Baseball's the baseball's championship trophy is. I think cool. that one looks the most appealing to me. Yeah, like Basketball, if you were gonna if you were gonna carry that, like if you're gonna take that home and put it up on a, you know, pedestal or whatever, or put it on your mantle. That's a really cool one to have. Uh, NFL trophy. Kind I just of like how gold the uh, the NBA Finals trophy is. NFL's silver. Yeah. Uh, Heisman's cool. Yeah, it's a bit bulky yeah. though. Okay. In my opinion, what's the World Cup trophy? I'm trying like? to think of uh, like World some Cup of these... trophy is a slender. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, with the soccer ball on the side. Oh, no, actually, it's yeah. not a soccer ball. It's, a, it's actually a globe. A globe. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the men's World Cup or women's World Cup? Because they look different. It says Show and tell. FIFA World Cup. Women's yeah, that's the men's. The uh, women's looks very different. That's skinnier. even skinnier. Yeah. yeah. Don't really like that one. How about, okay. uh, what do you get if you win Wimbledon, which is going on right now? Is that a is that the big plate-looking thing? Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. So, yeah. actually, no, there is a trophy. What's the plate? Do you get both? Is that a Grand Slam one? Or what is that? What is that? I like that. I like the plate thing. I wonder if that's for women. I don't know. Because I see a woman kissing it. Uh, I just looked up the coolest or the best trophies in golf. Okay. Uh, the Claret Jug, which is uh, the trophy you get if you win the Open Championship. Mm, That's how that looks. Not cool. Uh, there's a dog. There is a dog <laughs> and an old man. Uh, the U.S. Open Championship trophy. That's what it looks like. It has a classic look to it, but I don't love it. Um, you have the Wanamaker Trophy, uh, which is what you win if you win the PGA Championship Chase Elliott won a guitar last night. Oh, check out the Masters Trophy. It's the house. It's the. It's Is that the, really the trophy? Apparently, the Masters. Oh, that's trophy. cool. I, I like. That. I, I believe that's the clubhouse. Maybe. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm. 
the Walker Cup. So, uh, yeah. Ryder Cup. Ooh, that's kind of, you know, no, classic. Not cool. Looks like, oh, a, looks you like know a genie. Oh, uh, uh, the President's Cup. Mike Penuel has a great one, and that is we the never one we're going to go last on. Name. It's Mike, Mike P. P. Mike P, sorry. No, Shirley can pronounce it. That's Penuel. good for her. Uh, the Korean Baseball League, the year that Mike Wright was on the team, wow. they had a sword, remember? <laughs> yeah. That might be the coolest trophy. I would want call. to take that. Is home. that the actual trophy? That is a good call, yeah. Mike P. I guess it is. It's a huge sword too. Look at this. That's what I'm oh, saying. Wait, see it. Oh my yeah. God. Okay, that is the coolest. That trophy. is the that coolest is trophy. Cool. I, I I'm down with that. I could so oh, and I'd have a perfect place to put that in my house. All right, oh, let us know your uh, your favorite best looking trophy in sports. Red Beer says the Indy 500 trophy with the faces of all the winners on it. That's a good one. Let me uh, take a look at that. Because I can't imagine people's faces looking good on the trophy. Uh, Even oh, wow. That is pretty neat. It kind of looks like a trophy with zits, though. <laughs> or like a lot of zits. Bumps. But uh, that is neat. Could and you imagine if every zit you had on your body was like a of a, a face? Of a person's <laughs> face. Who's, whose face would you want on your zit? Probably like uh, Mar- Margot Robbie. <laughs> Maybe like a uh, Matthew McConaughey. Maybe like a. Uh, all right, all right, all right. You know, maybe a uh, Kate Upton. Okay. Kelly Oubre. Oh, man, that would be a cool looking zit. Kelly Oubre. Oh, I would want the whole body as a zit, like with the tattoos and everything. <laughs> the hair. I want the hair coming like, out of the It'd be embarrassing, zit. but I'd say, look, it's Kelly freaking Oubre. I gotta say, for um, originality, I'm giving the Borg Warner Warner Trophy Indy 500 a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Aesthetically, though, it it looks a little weird to me because the faces are 3D. Like, they're 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 poking out of the trophy. It's very strange. And uh, if you're not wearing glasses and you're just walking by watching that, that's kind of creepy. It is very creepy. I feel like at night they might come alive and start talking. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I wish we can go into the ECU football facility because I want to rank the uh, the trophies uh, that we have won in the past. I think the Hawaii Bowl trophy is pretty cool. I want to see a gallery furniture uh, trophy. I'm going to see if there's something <laughs> on. The Beef O'Brady's trophy. Yeah, we need to get a check on gallery furniture oh that's a super. that is the lombardi <laughs> all right so we won the super well we didn't win that yeah we did yeah we did we won that one yeah. all right let's take a break we'll come back when we return pete medhurst joins us he is the play-by-play voice of the navy midshipman he'll talk to us when we return on pirate radio live after this listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. 
Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clipper Rock. All righty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We are previewing the upcoming ECU football season. And to do that, we're talking uh, opponents. We've talked ODU football with Harry Minium. We've talked Campbell football with Chris Haymeyer. We got Tony Haynes from NC State coming up on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we've got Jim Lauk from South Florida. Right now, we got Pete Medhurst. He is the play-by-play voice of the Navy Midshipmen joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Pete, good to have you back on again. How you doing? Fantastic. How are you? Doing great. Getting through these summer months and and doing that uh, by talking about football, Pete. And uh, we've been previewing opponents and also each week previewing the position groups for East Carolina. And in conjunction with that, I'm asking people what's the best performance they've seen by last week it was uh, an opponent uh, opponent's QB. Uh, and this week it's an opponent's running back. Uh, the best performance they've seen live. And boy, the names Keenan Reynolds and even Ricky Dobbs and Malcolm Perry and and we're the only people that still talk about Alexander Teach, uh, I think, Pete. But a lot of Navy names have come up these last couple of weeks as they've had some good performances against the Pirates over the years. Well, I, I think you know there was a time when when we had Keenan, Ricky, uh, Alex, many others, and you know there was back-to-back performances i think and down there in particular yeah um in greenville we put up i think 76 one game and 66 the next so you know from that standpoint you know we had a little bit of success there but uh, as i told folks when mike houston took over down there it was going to take him a little time as it does every coach usually um because very rare does a new coach take over a new uh, ready-made team, but I, I knew once Mike got in there uh, and, and got things settled and started getting some of his players and stuff that they were they were going to improve and they were going to improve greatly. And I think East Carolina fans finally got that payoff a little bit uh, last season. Just a tremendous game in Annapolis uh, between the two teams. And football it is better uh, when when games are competitive. Nobody likes seventy six thirty five. Uh, you know the winning team does. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but a football game, a football game is a, a is, you know, football is is much better when it's competitive, um, and and that was I think more of what we're going to see going forward. Uh, you know, with East Carolina, uh, you know, than those games where we were winning seventy six thirty five. I think yeah. those days. Those days are certainly over. A classic last year ends on an Owen Daffer, the freshman, kicks a 54-yard field goal to beat Navy uh, up in Annapolis in just a a phenomenal game. And both East Carolina wins uh, in somewhat recent years. The other one, 2011, when Dominique Davis uh, has a historic performance completing passes that one goes down right to the wire as well. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a good one this year. And, And boy, last year, Navy tough schedule as always and some really quality wins pete uh, against ucf uh, against tulsa uh knocking off temple and then probably the one that that matters most in fact uh, i've talked to people brian blick who uh, is on the staff there is from greenville so got a good relationship with him talked to him over the years and he says if you win that army game 
not a lot else matters about the season and how about capping the season off with that w in uh december yeah no question that meant a lot and i think you know the navy team that we saw in the last quarter of the season last year uh was more reminiscent of what we're used to around here um as a team i think a lot of the aspects of the team started to come together uh last year uh, in that final quarter of the campaign and most notably you know our, our quarterback i mean look let's face it we've been blessed to have some tremendous signal callers um you know through the years i mean keenan uh, keenan reynolds probably the best quarterback in the history of the triple option because of his command of the offense and his ability to go to the line of scrimmage if you lined up in one thing he knew how to get navy out of that play and into a play that was going to expose your defense anyway uh, you look at the production of uh, his play. Malcolm Perry, maybe the most elite athlete we've ever had uh, at the Naval Academy. You look at the way he played the position. It was completely different than the way Keenan Reynolds played the position. But it was his elite athleticism that led to uh, an amazing amount of uh, production uh, from the player. And You go back to Ricky Dobbs. Ricky Dobbs, probably the best passer we've had uh, in the history of the triple option. So you could go make plays in the passing game uh, with, with Ricky that we probably haven't been able to make uh, with, with some other quarterbacks. But you look at, and, you know, you got North Carolina native in this mix too, Michael Haywood. He's going to be a sophomore for us this year. That young man had a 98-yard kickoff return in the East Carolina game. I think he's going to be a big factor for us at slot back this year with that breakaway speed that he has. Uh, and, I, and I think what you saw from Navy late in the year, especially because of the way Ty Levitai was playing quarterback, and that Army win and the toughness that he showed in that game, I think goes a long way uh, toward building what was a very young team last year and some of that confidence they gained at the end of the year. Talking to Pete Medhurst on the Pirate Radio Live line. He joins us here to talk Navy football. And, Pete, you talk about the end of the season last year and Navy hitting their stride. How about the, the beginning of the last two seasons and head-scratching losses? Not that you lost the game, but the way the games went against BYU and then last year against Marshall. Two good football teams, but absolute blowouts. And and this year it's Delaware, FCS opponent, to begin the season. And obviously Ken Niamatololo wants to get off to a better start than he has the last two years. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to do that with Delaware uh, this season. Yeah, well, I, I think the, the, two, the 2020 season, I don't hold any football team that season responsible for the results. All right that they had for the most part because of the pandemic and what we were doing. Navy wasn't even essentially practicing. We, we were essentially shorts, shirts, helmets, uh, and pretty much nothing else in preparation because Kenny Amatololo's job certainly is as a football coach, but at the Naval Academy, you're also trying to protect kids, you know, from what their job is going to be after graduation. They're going into the fleet and you got to keep them healthy. We had no idea what we were dealing with, right. um, you know, at the time. Last year, the Marshall game, I mean, look, I mean, it was Ty's first game as quarterback. And, you know, you go into that game, you're, you're hopeful, but we couldn't stop Marshall. I mean, it's it just everything they did that day, uh, new coach for them, uh, you know, a guy running back who, you know, you some snaps on, but you didn't know he was going to be that effective against you. And, you know, the first two games of the season were very disappointing. Kids showed a lot of great, uh, you know, uh, great improvement. At Houston, we know, and Houston was a solid club last year. So you could see things starting to, you know, come together. Uh, the win over UCF that you mentioned, uh, 
Uh, obviously, SMU was a decent team last year, a, a really competitive game, uh, you know, in Annapolis against them. And then, you know, I mean, we know what Memphis has meant to the league. Uh, you know, Seth is uh, Seth uh, Denigan's going to be a great quarterback for them uh, going forward. He was just a freshman last year. He was very impressive. Cincinnati, we know what happened with them last year. I mean, we had them uh, nervous right down to the final possession of the game. So you could see after those first couple of games, you could see this team really start to improve uh, and gain some better results. I mean, the Notre Dame game is only 17-6 after three quarters uh, in South Bend. And then, of course, as you know, I mean, you, what a tremendous game we have with East Carolina. We kept coming back and, uh, you know, I mean, Holt Naylor's, man, I mean, that guy's taking a lot of snaps at quarterback. <laughs> and those last five minutes, I'll tell you, those last five minutes in Annapolis may have been some of Holt Naylor's best five minutes of football uh, in an East Carolina uniform. And you have to give him credit for that. But I also believe that's part of that's part of the, the, the teaching, the belief that Mike has brought to that program down there. Because as you know, in years past, when Mikel Haywood, and I mean, in the fourth quarter, Carlino Sacy goes 90 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Mikel Hayward goes 98 with a kickoff. Those are the kind of plays that normally crush you. Okay, Navy stopped them on fourth and goal, you know, at the goal line. And they got no points out of a possession. Those are the kind of things in the past that would have crushed East Carolina. But instead, Holt Naylor said, gentlemen, we're not going to lose this game. And he went and did the things offensively to get the ball down the field. And, and let's face it, I mean, Daffer could have made that kick from 64 yards, <laughs> let alone 54. So they found quite a weapon there. But I think that's the, to me, that's the most encouraging thing is in a time of adversity last year, you saw it multiple times with this East Carolina team, you saw them respond to that and get results. And, and to me, that, that in itself is what Mike and that staff, I think, have meant uh, to that program because a lot of the players are the same. Quarterback is the same. He's been there a long time. But he really showed you some kahunas in big moments last year when he had to uh, for that football program. Pete Medhurst joining us, and uh, Pete Kindiamatololo. What a just the the level of consistency he's been there. Uh, took over first uh, full season in two thousand eight. 105 and 75 as the head coach and there's been talks over the years when they have one of those seasons like they did a few years ago 11 and 2 that you know does he does he go somewhere else does another school come after him and, and i'm sure he's had his offers he, he's a very young look and i had to look it up a, a young 57 so uh you know is, is there any talk during the off season about how long he's going to do this pete because it seems like he's got you know another 20 25 years if he really wants to well, I mean, I, I, look, I mean, he is one of the finest people I've ever come across. And I've been working in sports for a long time. I mean, I got into sports radio and started my own all-sports station in Salisbury, Maryland, when I was 20 years old. So I've been doing wow. this overall like 30-plus years. He is as fine an individual as I've ever come across uh, in sports. And if you're going to send your son to play football for somebody, and let's face it, we know, we know the small percentages of players that get through to the NFL. We know that. Uh, the Naval Academy, the great thing about it is when, you're, when your son or daughter graduates from the academy, there is a well-paying job waiting for them upon graduation uh, and a minimum of five years. Um, so they're going to be they're going to have a job and they're going to be making money. They're going to be getting skill training that will benefit them you know, far beyond those five years. If they choose to stay in and make a career out of it, uh, they can. But if you're going to send your son or daughter you know, away from home, 
I can't think of a better person than Ken Niamatololo to put them around because coach wears his emotion on his sleeve for his kids. Uh, if you choose to come play for them, uh, you, you're, it's almost like you become a son immediately. And uh, he understands the, the he understands the academy, and he understands the role it plays in developing uh, these student athletes. And he, he's he's as competitive a person as you will ever find. But there's not a profane word that ever comes out of his mouth. There's a man that is God fearing in every way, and as a husband father and as a football coach you won't meet a greater example there might be other people that can get close might be on the same plane uh in that profession but you won't find anybody better uh you know from a human standpoint than ken niamatololo a that's why he uh has coached for so long and you know he there he's been at a service academy since you know the mid 90s outside of uh you know a brief time where he went and helped his old, one of his old coaches john robinson at unlv hmm. You know, he's been involved in Service Academy football at the Naval Academy. And that, for it to work the way it has, you have to have somebody that embraces the academy, understands how to communicate, how to recruit, how to express that to his coaches, because his coaching staffs and the stability there through the years have been extraordinary. I mean, you know, in college sports now, man, it's not just player movement. Every, every coach is always looking to get to that head coaching, you know, level somehow. Where can I make more money? Where can I set my family up for – uh, greener pastures and his coaching staff stability and certainly the production of the young people that have played in his program uh, have been uh, extraordinary uh, to say the least. Pete Medhurst joining us today on Pirate Radio Live talking Navy football, the midshipmen, and, and of course you've got Army and Air Force and nobody is going to overtake the rivalries with those schools and, and you could throw in Notre Dame and, and other teams you play year in, year out. How about in the American Pete is there does Navy have a rival within the conference? And I don't know, how have you enjoyed these games uh, since Navy joined the AAC and, and become a, a partner with them? Well, I mean, certainly we knew when we knew when we, we joined the league that it was going to be tougher. Um, little did we know that it would get even tougher from the standpoint of, you know, guys can transfer now at least once, you know, yeah. essentially a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, you can go wherever you want. The American is always going to benefit from P5s that are coming down. Uh, you know, guys that didn't get playing time early in their career got a little frustrated. Uh, but they know now there's so much exposure in the American with the great programs that are here that you're going to be able to make a name for yourself getting on the field and playing in one of these programs. Too many kids think, and look, but we know when you go to Alabama, when you go to Clemson, you're getting elite coaching there too. I mean, that's the, the let us not be you know let's not be facetious about it. You're getting elite coaching with Kirby Smart at Georgia and a lot of other places too. But this is still a game that can only be played with 11 people on the field at one time. And we've got so many kids that are sold a bill of goods by their handlers, their parents. You know, if they're not playing as freshmen or something like that, you know, there's no such thing as waiting your time anymore. And that's what's allowed the American to really prosper even further is they're getting a lot of these Power 5 transfers, and it's made the league incredibly tough. Certainly with the divisional format, you know, our games with Memphis, Houston, um, Tulsa, who we play every year, SMU, uh, those games, you know, have certainly uh, stuck out, you know, through the years. Um, I think Houston and SMU, Memphis, um, you know, 
we would love to play East Carolina every year because I think the proximity and whenever we go down there, the place is packed. You want to play in great environments. Yeah. And East Carolina, and I think East Carolina showed people that again uh, in the College uh, World Series this year in that tournament. You know, Greenville does an amazing job supporting East Carolina in so many things. And those are environments that are fun to play in. And that's, to me, uh, what makes it so much fun when we play them. East Carolina fans show up in Annapolis, and our people show up down there uh, in Greenville. But it's just a great, you know, between the two sides when we do play. A lot of respect, a lot of fun, and it's a great environment to play football at uh, when you go play in Greenville. So, you know, the league has been great. I mean, let's face it, I don't think anybody saw the league being this good, this deep. Um, I mean, we got teams to finish under 500 that some teams wouldn't want any part of on a Saturday afternoon just because of how competitive uh, the football games can be. I mean, you think anybody wants any part of what Willie Fritz has been doing down at Tulane? <laughs> yeah. That's been no picnic for anybody. So uh, that's that's the beauty of our league. I mean, day in and day out, uh, there's really not a soft spot in our league anymore. And, Pete, you mentioned uh, baseball there. We'll talk about uh, all you do with the Washington Nationals in a moment, but uh, I thought about the the Freedom Classic, which is about 20, 25 minutes from here in Greenville at Historic Granger Stadium in Kinston, North Carolina. And uh, Navy and Air Force faced off this past season with Navy taking two of three. Have you uh, you've been able to, to get down to watch those games at all here in eastern North Carolina? Yeah, a couple of years ago I was able to get down and actually broadcast nice. the Sunday games. Uh, the Sunday game down there uh, hit up uh, hit up. I think it was it was either Bojangles or Churches right down the street from the uh, uh, from from the stadium there <laughs> as well. Always got to get some of that while I'm down there. Yeah. Um, look that, that and, and Air Force. I mean, look at Air Force in postseason this year. I mean, yeah. They did a, a heck of a job. You know, our coach Paul Costacopoulos has won over a thousand games now in college baseball. Uh, it, it's it's the people in Kinston there do an amazing job with that. They embrace. Uh, the two teams, the community has done a great job coming out and supporting that uh, as well. And look, let's face it, that time of the year, pretty tough to play baseball in Colorado or in Maryland at that <laughs> time of the year. So we can usually manage to squeeze 8 to 10, and if we're lucky, 15 degrees warmer uh, down there in Kinston at that time of the year. But it's a great experience for for the young men playing for, Arm, or for uh, Navy and Air Force at that time. And uh, hopefully... Uh, those types of things, especially now that we seem to be getting a little further away from the pandemic, hopefully those types of things uh, can continue because I know those experiences mean so much uh, for the kids, and it really helps both programs to play uh, in a good place like that, especially at that time of the year. Yeah, really neat deal they have going on at Granger Stadium each year. Pete Medhurst joining us. Pete, when I try to line these inter- interviews up with you guys uh, during the summer, June, July, that's usually vacation month for a lot of you guys. But but how about you with your duties with the Nationals? Do you ever uh, get a vacation, Pete? Uh, you know, I'm actually going to take three days off next week. <laughs> the are out of town and uh, – you know, with my radio show every day, I just uh, I got a co-host. I said, "Hey, I'm going to be off next week for three days." So, yeah, we t- we try to take a couple of days off here and there, but you know, ultimately, um, you know, everything. What I the only thing I've wanted to do since I was five years old is work in this business, yeah. and I've been blessed to do that uh, from day one. Uh, sometimes you got to add a few other things on the side. You know, I mean, I, I know my first job. You go right up thir- Route 13 from, uh, you know, right up through uh, Norfolk and everything. That, that Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel to the Eastern Shore of Maryland is making $12,000 a year working radio in the morning and at McDonald's at night. So, you know, you do things earlier in your career uh, to make ends meet. But, 
you know, days off at this point usually mean you're missing something. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just blessed that I've got something that goes, you know, from, you know, football season, you know, to all through the, you know, from September to May, I tell people my schedule's crazy because I got all my Navy stuff, Nat stuff, uh, horse races at Rosecroft Raceway that usually uh, intertwine in there as well. Uh, so th- that time period is crazy. Uh, the summer with just baseball with the Nationals doing uh, post-game shows and filling in for two incredible broadcasters there with Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. Um, you know, I get a little more time to, to calm down a little bit during the summer, but, you know, before you know it, uh, summer camp's going to be rolling and uh, we're going to be in football mode here uh, in a little over a month as uh, we get set for another football season. So can't wait for that. But uh, certainly what well, yesterday I actually had nothing. Got to sit in the pool with my daughter and my <laughs> Uh, we had we had a day of it yesterday. All right, P. We'll let you go before we do. You're with the team 980, the the Navy midshipmen, also the Nationals. Give me uh, give me something positive about my Washington Commanders going into 2022. I need something positive from you, Pete. It's a great question. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I came out of the womb rooting for uh, the Commanders as well. Back then, the Redskins. Yeah. So I guess that look, the positive is this. Um, the positive is physically you have upgraded the quarterback position. Whether mentally we've upgraded that position remains to be seen because that's the biggest part for Carson Wentz to figure out now. It's not physical. We know he's got the big arm. He's got the tools. The question is mentally can he stay focused over a 17-game schedule and do the things necessary to win a very tough division. Eagles and Cowboys are going to be incredibly tough to deal with uh, this coming season. Uh, in the NFC East. So uh, that's that's the biggest thing right now, as far as I'm concerned, is they've upgraded the quarterback position in terms of physical talent. question is what you what you like about the intangible, intangibles of a Taylor Heineke who played up the road at Old Dominion is, you know, Kit, does, does Carson Wentz possess those things? Right. Because if somehow he that some of that rubs off on him, then you you got a guy that, that is a solid starter – uh, in the league, whether that translates to more wins or losses uh, remains to be seen, certainly at this point. Well, for better or worse, really looking forward to another year of, of Washington football. And, uh, hey, I do like the head man in charge there in Ron Rivera. I got I to gotta say that. Yeah, so no doubt. There's a big positive. Uh, Pete, we'll, we'll try to reconvene with you uh, in September as East Carolina takes on Navy. But enjoy the rest of your summer. It's been awesome to talk with you today. And uh, we'll do it again down the road. You got to do the same, and we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Pete. Pete Medhurst joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live has his own show to take care of as well, talking sports up there in the Maryland, in the DMV, uh, as he also is a part of the Nationals Radio Network. And uh, we'll reconvene, like I said, with Pete in September and talk more Navy football. All right, let's take a break. Uh, or Shirley, you want to make somebody a winner here on Shirley Day? You get to spend an entire day with Shirley Rhodes if you win today. <laughs> booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250, the number to call. Shirley, what are we giving away today? I have no idea because I don't oh. have my booty bag sheet. That's right. Who, who hijacked my booty bag sheet? I did on Friday. Okay, so what are we giving away, Clip? We're giving Chico's. away shrimp tacos from Chico's. Okay, then. We're doing that right now. What caller do you want? Uh, 
let's do color lucky seven. Color lucky number seven is a winner. Chico's with Shirley. And he's with Chico's on us. 317-1250. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. Uh, at Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960, on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to Charles uh, Askew of Stokes, who uh, picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's gotta be Chico's. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We're getting ready for wide receiver week here at Pirate Radio, Clip Brock. Chandler's been watching Dwayne Harris highlights on YouTube for the last oh, 30 minutes so he's fired up is that your all-time favorite it's got to be it's definitely mine uh we will preview i'm looking forward to the preview aspect of this one more so than quarterbacks and running backs because we kind of know what we got there but receiver who is who's the go-to guy this year and is it even a receiver is it ryan jones is it shane calhoun is it aaron jarman aaron Jar- is he a proven commodity is it keaton mitchell out of the backfield or is it a wide receiver? Uh, we will talk about it with Ico coming up on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. Thanks to Pete Medhurst for joining us. Man, it was great a couple years ago to finally rid ourselves of the Temple bugaboo. Mm. And then last year, we got the Navy monkey off the back. Navy bugaboo. So who's next? Central Florida, Cincinnati. Who haven't we beaten in a while? Both of those teams. Well, now, Cincinnati, the last time we beat Cincinnati was at home against Luke Fickle, and the head coach of the Pirates was Scotty Scotty Montgomery. Well, you know what? Last time we beat NC State, Dave Dorn was there. Who was the head coach? Scotty Scotty Montgomery. Montgomery. Uh, Bring back Mo. Bring him back? (laughs) Bring back Mo? Shut up. (laughs) When was the last time we beat Central Florida? Scotty, but... <laughs> no. Ruffin McNeil! We beat them like 41 to nothing at uh, in Orlando. Was that the year they were... Did they go over? Yes. George O'Leary's last year. So we're going to say that was 2015? I know yes. they beat them that year. Blake Kent was the quarterback. Towards the end of the season. 44-7. to I want to say maybe East was down 7 nothing in that game. So you're saying we hadn't beat them since then. As we go to 2016, the score was 47-29. You're right. So last win. That was the uh, band kneeling game. (laughs) (laughs) That was my freshman year. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, people had a lot to talk about after that. Well, that was not a fun post game show. So I guess the answer would be UCF. It's time to end the losing streak to the Knights. Gus it almost did this past season anyway. Gus and the boys will be making a uh, a trip to Greenville this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gus and the boys. October twenty second, the Gus Bus. So Temple, we got them. We 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 need to beat Cincinnati, but we have beaten them somewhat recently. So UCF is the longest losing skid, and that is the Boneyard game. Paint it black. Ah, very fun, very fun. All right, um, yeah, that's all I got. Your guys' turn to take over. Sweet. All right, CJ, what you got? Chandler, you seen them new TikToks? Wait, what? 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 Huh? Which ones? Uh, the ones that Cliff hasn't seen because he's too old to know about TikTok. How about this? Speaking of TikToks, we kind of stole this. Well, no, I don't know if he stole this because he's not a TikTok guy. You're not a TikTok guy. Uh, but we do have on our social media platforms, what is your go-to July 4th uh, item of choice? I said ice cold beer. Cliff Brock said baked beans. Uh, Shirley said buns. You gotta have buns with your hamburgers and hot dogs. Her anaconda don't want none unless it's got buns hun. Uh huh. Your Fourth of July party doesn't want doesn't want none unless you got buns hun. Um, CJ went off the food, uh, went off the beaten path. Didn't go food. He went entertainment. You gotta have your cornhole, your football. Um, what was the other one you said? Uh, a frisbee. Frisbee. Uh, gotta have the frisbee. How about the game where you throw the little uh, thing on a rope and there's a pole and it oh, lands yeah, on the pole? Yeah, ladder golf. Ladder golf. Ladder golf. That's ladder it. golf. Ladder golf. Right there. Yeah. Gotta have that. Croquet, anyone? So if you're listening, what do you have to have at your July 4th cookout? What do you have to have? Badminton net? Shuttlecocks? Mm. Anyone? What about shuttlecocks? Any shuttlecocks, anybody? So uh, he went there. Uh, Glenn went ice. For the bird, Troy D went hamburgers, hot dogs. What did Ellery say? He said you got to. He said you got to watch the uh, yeah, hot he dog said eating you contest. Watch the hot dog eating contest, and then I think he said hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. Jenny said the American flag cake. <laughs> That's right. Blueberries and strawberries. I know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, I do as well. Uh, John has a question for us. He says, "Who was the last coach to get a win versus UConn?" Scotty Montgomery. I tell you what, the guy. Yeah. No wonder he almost became the offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> what a resume! He racked up very little wins, but we remember. That's why it's so easy to remember him because he didn't there's beat little anybody. Wins. Yeah. He. Uh, who's the last? We got BYU on the schedule this year. Who's the last coach to beat BYU? Scotty Montgomery. I'm not saying bring him back, back. I'm just saying back, for, back, 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 back. for the Cincinnati game, the UCA. No, no, no. Cincinnati, BYU, NC State. We need him here on the sidelines for those games. Move over, Mike Houston. <laughs> September 3rd, there's going to be some hooks thrown in the air. He's going to be running around Dowdy Ficklin Stadium like a madman like he did back in September of 2016. And you thought to yourself, man, we got us a good one in this coach. We got us a good one in Scotty Montgomery. He's going to take us to the promised land. Not so fast, my friends. Three straight years of 3-9 and nine under Scotty Montgomery. 
uh i want to we need to just play that maybe one of the best of days i'm just going to play the nc state post game from coach mo and so y'all can hear what you said about coach mo that day I, it will be phenomenal wait what all, so all, all the callers could hear all the great things they said about scotty montgomery oh I th- yeah i think it'll be funny i went um so we beat state that first week the second week no i'm sorry false the, no, 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 no. false the first week we beat the brakes off the western carolina catamounts didn't want none didn't want none of the smoke they didn't want none of that none of that scotty montgomery smoke then nc state dave Dorn, ron finley bradley chubb they come in here uh uh What's, uh, his, uh, uh, what's the running back's name that is now uh, being coached by Scotty Montgomery uh, for the Colts? Naheem uh, Hines. Naheem Hines. He came in here. They thought they were going to be walking all over the Pirates. Not so fast, my friend. The Wolfpack go down. The Pirates move to 2-0. and And I remember as a freshman in college, me and some buddies went to Logan's for the Coach Mo Show. <laughs> and I went up to him and I said, I don't know what it is, Coach. But you've brought some swagger to this team that I haven't seen in a long time. That is a true statement. I said that to that man. And you know what? It went downhill from there. But two weeks into the season, so it was can, true. You can blame it on me if you want to. He went home and he was like, yeah, this uh, this country bumpkin guy came up to me and told me I had swagger. And I, I quit working. There's a confidence and a swagger. And then they went program. to South Carolina. Uh, and Almost Zay Jones had 22 receptions. That he did. Almost, uh, what, three turnovers in the red zone? Yeah. Two of them were inside the 10. Brutal. And then the next week, on my birthday, we went to Blacksburg, and we said, hey, we'll uh, we'll bounce back here. And, and that was ugly. Ugly. Uh, Chad asked, have you talked about Sergeant Slaughter giving you a retweet? Uh, yeah, I got a retweet from Sergeant Slaughter and a follow. I got a uh, bug to pick with old Sergeant oh yeah i uh he retweets his own tweets <laughs> that is true you're not a sergeant slaughter guy oh yeah surely you missed this uh chandler's anger management rage room rage was he is not a fan of people who like or retweet their own content what do you hold on what do you think about people that do that that like and retweet their own their own posts yeah. yeah and then like on facebook they like their own posts like what kind of picture. person would do that sergeant an arrogant slaughter. one yeah, who I else agree. would? Troy Dreyfus. Oh, okay. Don't look at me, Chandler. Who else would? You? No. Clip. Check the guy beside you. CJ. Yes. Who's beside? Likes you? his own Instagram posts. It's a free like. Oh. Okay. So you're just bumping up your likes at this Man, point. Thank you. See? Why? Surely. What? I'd like to shake your hand. No, I don't think she is. She, she's not agreeing with you. She's oh. asking a question. I'm taking it back. Give me no, that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. You're you're trying to increase your likes by yeah, liking I your own like the lamest thing ever. By one like? You know, I don't mean to toot my own horn you or know, anything, but I have 438 C- followers on Instagram. C- if all of them like my post. Hey, can you turn up down your followers horn? It's probably your boyish good looks, CJ. Hold well, on. I just, out I of wish curiosity, else I want to see how many followers I have. I'm not a grammar guy. Okay, hold on. Country hold on. grammar by Nelly. What many? about MC grammar? Oh, I only have 232 followers. You need to start liking your own stuff, apparently. See? Yeah, it works. No, that sure will come that. a long way in the future. <laughs> um, who's your most random famous Twitter follower? Are you uh, asking CJ or me? Off the top of my head, Brock know. Anderson. I'm asking the, the Royal We. Brock <laughs> Anderson? Yeah. It's not random, though, I guess, since we talked to him. Right. 
uh i don't know are don't you know. just over there tapping buttons like I an am. old person i am i my mind i literally blacked out there for a little bit because the, 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 you didn't know the, what the, you were the discussion of people liking and retweeting and sharing their own Calm posts down, man relax just relax irritates me i know and we got one in the other room there and you're really having a tough time with I'm trying it. Not to look i mean i've accidentally retweeted something because i hit the <laughs> button but you know that's Oops. about it. But, hey, but you don't like your own stuff on Facebook, do you? No. All right. Good I don't girl. like any of my stuff. At a girl. <laughs> if you don't get a large volume of interaction on your posts, it makes it worse to like it. True. Yeah. Right. That's, so how many? But see, here's the thing. But, so I get a lot of interaction. I get a lot of interaction on my posts, and I don't like any of my posts. If you, if, so if you already have a lot of likes, what do on you an need Instagram another post, one for? Why do you need one more? And it, it, and it being yourself it looks it good. Looks, it looks terrible. No, it. It only looks. No, he's gaslighting you. This isn't good. No, I this agree with him. No, it's an odd thing. It's again, you know, it's like laughing at your own joke. You, Chandler, you'll understand this. This started back. You know when Instagram used to be kind of i guess newer it would show the specific names of every person that liked your post until you got to 10 then uh-huh. it would just say 10 likes yes yes after I do it got to that. 10 likes then i would like my own post because it wouldn't tell you that i liked it after that mm-hmm. so nobody knew are you embarrassed to no. do it? no it's well, an extra like well why wouldn't you do it before then shut up clip <laughs> i mean look at that there you go that is a post by cj Got likes. There he is, right there. Well, maybe he likes your picture in it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There, there's multiple pictures. Oh, you're in there. You made a post. You made there you, a, go. you made it in did there. Did CJ like it? I sure did. No, you like the whole post. So oh, this okay. is all of this is all in one post. Let's see if he liked this one. <laughs> Boom. Leave right me alone. <laughs> right there. Boom. Hold on, I'm going to unlike all my stuff now. He is a serial on post liker. I mean, look. Boom. you have a sickness cj you, you are sick you are a sick you're you're sick you're you, look you're hard news you, you like your own posts uh you look that is disgusting all right let's take a break we'll come back more to go pirate radio live here on a monday back with you after this listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back to get the business services that are right for your business today contact the team of experienced local bankers at first bank the team includes bankers you can trust like ashley caps lee watson bonner latham Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. (laughs) Back with you. Can't take y'all nowhere. I was not trying to be a jerk, Chandler. I know it came off as me being a jerk. I know, I know. I, I get it, Chandler. I get it. Chandler kept trying to show me. This. No, I'm, I'm glad you told show me. Show you his what? His his you know what? What? His video. Oh. On uh, you don't know what the video is of though. Oh, Chandler. <laughs> I uh, bet he liked it too, didn't he? A video on the Twitter of Jacob Jenkins Coward. 
being Jacob Jenkins Coward. Being a funny guy. And uh, Chandler like started it three different times and was setting it up for me. I was like, Chandler, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> so, so then we're coming back in, and he says, oh, Brian Rimp uh, was here <laughs> this weekend. And before I say that, he said, oh, you saw it? You I saw, saw it? I saw, okay, yeah, you okay. saw it. He said, okay. I saw you nodding your head, so I was like, oh, you, you saw it. I did see it. By uh, the way, did you see this clip? There is uh, Rocco's in Omaha. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. Uh, so there's a Rocco's Jello Shot challenge that I, me personally, whenever ECU does make it to Omaha, they will dominate this challenge. It's a Jello Shot challenge at this bar named Rocco's, and each team is represented on the board. And uh, coming in first, I would think Texas, just because of all the fans they have and they live and die. I would think they would finish in first. Yeah, well, you're dead wrong. They uh, had 319. Now that's a lot. That's a lot of jello shots. Stanford comes in last, 231. Coming in first by long shot, it's the national champions. Ole Miss, the Rebels, their fans went to Rocco's and had 18,777 jello shots. Now that is... That's probably they were, after they won the national championship. They went and had a party. They were there the longest, so that helps. But them and Arkansas, I feel like we're on top for a while. Texas A&M. Does that say? Oh, okay, that's uh, thirteen or one thousand. That's one thousand three hundred twenty-seven. Yeah. Arkansas and Ole Miss were kind of the front runners the whole time. Yeah, Arkansas finishing with eight thousand six hundred seventy-two. Oklahoma's probably Oklahoma the fans were there the whole time. Apparently, did not like Rocco's that much. Yeah, eight hundred and forty-three didn't even uh, hit a thousand. But Ole Miss hitting eighteen thousand seven hundred seventy-seven jello shots and a national championship on the way. Congrats to the Rebels. How about back-to-back years now? Uh, it was Mississippi State last year, Ole Miss this year. The state of Mississippi running baseball at the moment. Southern Miss, a very, very good program, hosted a regional this year and a super regional. In fact, Ole Miss beat them in that super regional to get to Omaha. Uh, it was just last year that Ole Miss, Mike Bianco, and the Rebels came to Greenville for the uh, Keith LeClaire Classic. That might have been a couple years ago, even maybe before... That might have been the year of the COVID year, right before COVID started. Uh, we had the Keith LeClaire Classic, and the Rebels came to town. So, I wonder if they'll uh, come back again. Uh, could be. I saw that, though. You saw it? I, I, I saw that. I, I saw it. I saw the sign. Ace of base. Chandler, once again, congratulations to Connor Norby. He has been promoted. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with the Bowie Bay Sox, as he moves up to Double A, we'll continue to follow what's going on. With all the minor league guys, again, Burley tearing it up. Gavin Williams, I saw, uh, got a start the other night uh, as he has been He's in double a. pitching great this year. So, a lot of Pirates out there. Also, summer ball going on as well. We'll uh, keep you up to date on that now that Shirley Rhodes is back. So, uh, we'll have all that for you coming up later this week on Pirate Radio Live. I saw uh, John Moody chimed in on the what would you, what's the go-to must-have July 4th. He said, a nice hammock nap. I gotta tell you, I haven't been in a hammock in a long time. It's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. I feel like they're a, day, a thing of the past. Are hammocks still a thing? I'm scared of hammocks. Um, I'm with you. When I was a little boy, uh, down in Lake Ga- or up in Lake Gaston, my grandparents had a place there, a lake house, and uh, I was a small child, and I was laying in a hammock, and it uh, detached from the ceiling, and I fell on the floor. And uh, was tangled in the hammock, and man, was it traumatic. 
So every time I see a hammock or the word hammock, uh, I uh, cringe a little bit. And uh, yeah, for sure. Not, for sure, in terms of being tra- traumatized. I'm guessing you uh, did you cry more there or oh, with the Randy Orton thing? Uh, uh, I would have to say, mm, see, the the hammock situation was a pain cry like uh, man, okay. i'm hurting so more of that the randy orton situation was an embarrassment cry i understand uh, two different cries you know just not getting the reaction from the crowd at the country club for my for my mother's 40th birthday i had a uh, i had the plan to go in there and do the randy orton yeah pose i did that and instead of people like like instead of a crowd pop like like i watched you know when cranny when randy orton did it there was a big crowd pop yeah yeah. See, I was expecting that from the crowd at my mom's 40th birthday party. Of course. Why and, wouldn't? And instead, people were laughing and, oh, he looks so cute. I did not like that. I and went then he straight. RKO'd everybody. <laughs> no, I wish. Now, if I could go back in time, I probably would do it. But I was so embarrassed, I ran into the, like, into another room and cried and, uh, yeah, it wasn't fun. All right. Great story to wrap it up, Chandler. Cool, neat story. You know what I'm scared of in the same way you're scared of hammocks? Pumpkins really as a kid and i'm gonna blame it on the pumpkin being rotten and not me being a fat kid but i went and sat on a big pumpkin and my ass went right through it are you serious and i had pumpkin all over my bum wow bump my bumpkin you know bumpkin bumpkin so i'm with you man hammocks pumpkins take a hike pal kick rocks (laughs) all right we'll see you tuesday three o'clock on an all-new edition of pirate radio live for shirley on shirley day Siege and Chan Man. I'm Cliff Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.